For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Hello, welcome to the movie graveyard. This episode is coming to you a couple months later than we expected. <laughs> we made the promise to you guys last year. And I remember last year when we realized Disney um, was actually boycotting the anniversary of Star Wars, which is May 25th, 1977. They had Obi-Wan Kenobi show Rude. to uh, premiere on that date. And then they said, no, we want to fight Stranger Things on Netflix. So they bumped it back to where they could bring it out the same day as a Netflix show and fuck with them. And, you know, that's the kind of petty people that Disney is. So we said, we'll celebrate it. So we watched, like, Phantom Menace, like, the night before. We, I think we recorded it the night before the anniversary and released it on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, that didn't happen this year. There was another movie I wanted to cover. And I realized it in time, but I was like, damn, I've been wanting to do this movie forever. So we pushed it back, and we've been pushing it back. But either way, it's still summer movie-going season. Unlike uh, what Disney claims that Christmas was always for Star Wars, always. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Summertime is when all the real Star Wars movies were released, including Solo, even. So, there you go. But, uh, yeah, Attack of the Clones, we're going to roll with it. I have it at the six-second mark on the Blu-ray. It's the 20th Century Fox logo, a news corporation company. I'm going to say one, two, three, go. When you hear me say go, please hit play on your remotes. All right, here we go. One, two, three, go. I wish it was still a news corporation company. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the death of the movie industry was Disney buying Fox. They got the the real Lucasfilm <laughs> limited logo. All this shit from before the the dark times of Disney. I'm so dumb. I was gonna say, why isn't it making any noise? <laughs> yeah, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So, so it's not making any noise. So Disney doesn't pull down our podcast. But yeah. <laughs> I know probably a lot of people, like I'm sure a lot of people just have nostalgia, probably haven't seen this one recently, so I'll go ahead and read the crawl to remind (laughs) you what's going on with the story. So this is episode two, Attack of the Clones. I remember thinking like, wow, that's kind of a corny name when they announced the name of it. But it says, uh, there is unrest in the Galactic Senate. Several thousand solar systems have declared their intentions to leave the Republic. The Separatist movement under leadership of the mysterious Count Dooku Dooku. has made it difficult for the limited number of Jedi Knights to maintain peace and order in the galaxy. Senator Amidala, the former Queen of Naboo, is returning to the Galactic Senate to vote on the critical issue of creating an Army of the Republic. Army of the Republic, in all caps. Yeah, all caps, Army of the Republic, (laughs) to assist the overwhelmed Jedi. So yeah, it's just literally, there's so many planets involved, the Jedi, they can't be everywhere at once. You know, Phantom Men is set up. There's just billions of droids being pumped out of somewhere. We don't know where they're making it, but they ship them to every planet so they can invade everybody. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty much what it is. I think this thing here with the stars is my favorite thing about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just think it looks so cool. Yeah. Like, even, like, a not-3D version, like, it just looks so, like, 3D-ish. I gotta say, like, I mean, obviously there's some parts, but what we're seeing right now, these spaceships in outer space, like, CGI-wise, this blows away anything that's, like, in movies nowadays. This is so, like, 
like the looks of those ships are so like this era of the <laughs> of the yeah. series, the, the Shining Chrome series. Yeah, because yeah, like everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people complain that what made Star Wars great was everything was dirty and shitty, Duh. and it made it seem like more real in the original trilogy. Mm. But that was the whole point: was the the prequel era was supposed to be before everything got all shitty and like yeah. run into the ground, like Where because it's all like slick and sleek. Yeah, because it doesn't really make sense for like a spaceship to be like dirty and shitty for real. Like no. when you see like NASA, they don't they don't make their <laughs> fucking space shuttles. They don't. Dirty they're not shit. like here's our new shuttle. It's all greased up and Covered oily. And shit, yeah. <laughs> And, like, yeah, because they reuse space shuttles all the time. I will say one thing, like, this is kind of the main scene um, where you can tell it, but as far as I know, this is the first, like, major motion picture, you know, be released in theaters and shit that was filmed on all digital cameras. So, like, the resolution of this one and the next one, they're locked in at uh, 1080p forever. They're like, you, you know, even though there's, you can physically oh buy a 4K of it, it's really just always going to be from a 1080p camera. And, like, you can kind of... I mean, most of this is digital, but you can kind of tell, like, the kind of softness and shit on their faces. This is, like, so gnarly, man. Like, it's such, like, a gnarly way to start the movie. Like, especially after the first one, how it was so, like, kind of fun and carefree because it was about a, you know, child character. Yeah. Like, the way they start this one is so sad. Yeah, the the queen ship gets blown up. On it's like the, you know, shit's gonna get real. <laughs> yeah, on the landing pad, and you think the queen is dead, but obviously she uses decoys. She was actually flying in the starfighter with the R two D two. Well, she's a senator. Yeah. So, and then how he says that you did your duty, now she did hers. Oh, that's yeah. so raw. That's so hard. Like, yeah, I mean, the whole point of the decoy, the the well, originally queen decoys, but now uh. senator decoys. Is they know a lot of people are trying to say so like I mean the girls know that like their life is in danger by doing that job. I know what that's <laughs> Here we get Big Daddy Palpatine. Um I don't know if you know, but his granddaughter had a whole trilogy of films that was all about how great she was. But uh here here I don't acknowledge the existence of that. Yeah. But you can see like pretty much this room, how he's talking to like all these Jedi. These are pretty much all the Jedi that you see in the Clone Wars uh, cartoon show. Yeah. Like they're all the ones that are in there. Like mm-hmm. those girl ones, those two female Jedis. Yeah. I know Palpatine's granddaughter tried to be the first female Jedi ever, but it's actually not true at all. Well, here here's the original CGI Yoda. Because he was original. I'm never going to give you anything when you're talking about that. There's Kit Fisto back there. But um, <laughs> he, he's probably my favorite Jedi. I don't know. I like we do need too. to go back to the Clone Wars, though, because yeah. it's like... I was actually really satisfied when we were always watching yeah. those, even for, like, animated, like, cartoon stuff. Like, yeah. I felt like that I was getting so much more real Star Wars out of that than I was, like, anything else ever yeah. <laughs> from now. See, like, you, you didn't really grow up with, like, Puppet Yoda like I did because you weren't watching Star Wars when you were a kid, but, like, this yeah. is the first CGI Yoda. Like, what do you think about CGI Yoda? Does it make you like him any more or any less? I mean, I don't hate it. Like, it doesn't bother me. I'm not like, oh, he's cartoon here. Like, I actually kind of like how he has, like, you can see his little fuzzy hair and stuff. Like, I yeah. think he looks cute. And, like, honestly, like, I don't... I mean, you know me, like, I know, I don't think anybody else knows me, but, 
when I watch like any kind of like this is like totally like fantasy and you know make believe. Yeah. I I let myself like take in whatever the filmmaker is trying to show me. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not like I sit here and watch it and like think about like oh Yoda CGI. Like I don't. I just see Yoda. You know, like I, yeah. that's how he looks like, that's it. Like, and he's in this scene. Like, I don't, I don't look at, I just want to let myself drown in the world that the yeah. filmmaker is showing me. So I don't really think about stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like a bad effect or anything. Like, it's kind of weird. Cause it's like, I mean, it's noticeably different from when you watch the, the second half of the series and yeah. you see how like. I do notice when I watch that, I see it, and I'm like, dang, he looks jacked up in yeah. this scene, or, like, when his eyes are kind of going off his kilter. Eyes fucked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I notice that, but... But he's um, supposed to be way older, too, so it's hard yeah, to see. Yeah, so, and that's the thing. It's like, you can either see it as, like, oh, it's a flaw because it's a puppet made by a person, or you could yeah. see it as part of the character, and that's what I usually tend to do, is, like... Anything that's going on with the characters and how they look, I just accept them that that's just how they look. Yeah. And, like, because George never stopped, like, working. Like, because they did did him fully as a puppet in Phantom Menace. But it was, like, really bad looking. Like, it didn't really, like, like, not that it was a bad puppet per se, but it just didn't really look like Yoda. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, they were just trying to make him look younger, so they were trying to make him look different. But then afterwards, they're like, yeah, it doesn't really look the way we want. So, like, when the the prequel trilogy was over, like, for the DVD releases and Blu-ray releases, I think it was really more for the Blu-ray release, maybe. Like, he went back and and did them all CGI in Phantom Menace. Yeah. And, um... I think it looks pretty good in Phantom Menace, like the Rita. Like, it looks better. So, I mean, if if they could have made him, like, be, like, the puppet like he was in Empire Strikes Back, I would have preferred that. But I, I prefer the CGI Yoda over the Phantom Menace puppet Yoda. And the, the TLJ puppet Yoda, I didn't like that one at all. Like, that was really, like, I don't know, weird. Well, that's a given. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, here, like, the most important story-wise, we have uh, Amidala and... Um, uh, Padme Amidala and uh, Anakin Skywalker seeing them for the, for the first time like last time I saw each other was the end of the last movie which was 10 years ago now so he was 9 year old boy last time and now he's 19 year old man and uh, they're catching the hot and heavies uh, <laughs> looking at each other okay so now I'm convinced I mean I know it's not real but just because we were talking about it I'm convinced that that guy that plays her guard is the guy that plays the middle aged Django Fett not a middle-aged Jango Fett, but just not the yeah, like the early twenties Jango the Fett, the post-teens Jango Fett. They say it's not him. They say it's a different. Guy. I know when it's not, but I swear it looks like him. It's so crazy. I can't believe it. I'm pretty sure because they they filmed in Australia. I think a lot of these guys they got from like New Zealand and stuff. Yeah. The, you know, you know, like the reason they might look similar, familiar or similar, I should say. Is I know a lot with the casting and stuff with like a lot of the people over there, like um, George talked with Tamara Morrison. So I think some of these guys were guys that Tamara Morrison found that he knew from over there. Well, yeah, because he picked up that guy, the clone guy from that show or whatever that they were doing. Yeah. But but the guy you're talking about here with the eye patch that was originally supposed to be Captain Panaka again returning from Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. but something happened with that actor like he he didn't want to do it or he he was already booked to do another movie. It's like maybe he asked for money. I don't know what happened, but 
originally in the original version of the script that Captain Panaka was, you know, still around. I just realized, like, how young he looks in this movie. He still looks... How old was he when he made this one? I think he was, like, 21, 20 or 21. He looks so young. He looks like a teenager. That's why I always say, like, they could get him to do, like, a movie set around Revenge of the Sith time. Because, like, the age he is now is, like, closer to the age he was supposed to be in Revenge of the (laughs) Sith. It's just, like, you know... He just has such a baby face. Yeah. It's crazy. This is, uh, I know I talked about it before, but this was a big character, Zam Wessel, for the toys. I think <laughs> she was, if not the first, one of the first toys that they released. Because, like, they wouldn't just release all the toys at once. They would tease you. They'd be like, oh, the movie's coming out in six months. We'll give you, like, an early tease with one of the, <laughs> you know, minor characters. And you're like, oh, this person's going to be so whatever. And then you're always, like, a minor character. <laughs> and this, too, like, our, on, in our recent watch, like, I'm sure I've noticed it before, but, like, when we watched it this last time, like, he comes off like a real creeper at the beginning of this. Anakin? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, like, he's, like, it's, like, a little too, like, I don't know. It's not, like, I don't know. It's weird. It's strange. He gives a weird feel <laughs> when it comes to, like. I mean, he's supposed to be, like, a spoiled teenager. Like, he's supposed to always have been, like, a, what do you call it, precocious, like. Kid, but it's like a character. weird kind of like not perverted perversion that he has for Padme. Like the yeah. way he's always like looking at her and gazing at her. It's like not in a loving way. It's like a like a teenage like <laughs> he wants her kind of way, you know. But I mean, did you see the Jedi women? They're all like green aliens and shit. No, like, I know. I get it. He just, just doesn't get it to be around. I mean, he's 19 year old hormones pumping. Yeah. Like he doesn't get to be around. Women it's just, I've never really like noticed it until this last time we watched it. I was like, Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, I know like they try and age him up with like the longer hair and the scar and shit in Revenge of the Sith. But, like, yeah, like, those three years between this movie and that movie, like, he did, like, grow up and look more like yeah. a man. And that one was, like, this one, he looks like a boy. Yeah. Like he, like, he could literally be playing, like, 16 here. Yeah, that's why I was, I that's what I noticed right now. Like, yeah. Dang, he looks like a little kid. <laughs> George saw him in that movie called Life is a House. That's how he cast him. <laughs> Where he played a kind of dark character. But yeah, like, this is kind of cool, like, this droid comes and cuts a hole, and, like, this reminded me of, like, some, uh, what do you call it, some David Lynch Dune shit, these worms crawling. Oh, the, God, they're the so nasty. And, like, R2's supposed to be keeping surveillance, but he's got, like, lasers come out, and he's got a, it's not till the, the, the worms that come, they're, like, assassin uh. poisonous worms that are gonna bite, uh, or sting, uh, uh Oh, Pad God, so nasty. I just want to say Queen Amidala all the time. But, uh, yeah, and then R2, like, wakes up, and then it's awesome, though, like, when Anakin senses it and he runs in the room, like, he just, like, slices these worms up with a lightsaber. I know, on her. On top of her, yeah, it's almost <laughs> like it just slices her face off, but I guess that's how precise a, a true uh, Jedi is with his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. You can just slice the worms off your cover. <laughs> Poor R2, he doesn't suspect. Yeah. Well, he does suspect, but <laughs> I guess they too like uh, these. Uh, they're obviously CGI, but like these worms are pretty convincing too. They're pretty good. They're so gross. Pretty gross. Yeah. I can't even look at it. <laughs> they're like white, slimy worm. Or millip- they're really more like millipedes more than worms. But, yeah, 
think because we see those ones crawling around here every once in a while. So gross. I can't believe those things exist. They exist They're everywhere. like prehistoric bugs. <laughs> They're like trilobites and shit. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. Um, I don't think the like any of the modern shit, even like the TV shows. <laughs> damn, this part. Every time I see that part, I, I always get shocked. <laughs> I'm or, like, oh, damn, he just busts yeah, out the window. Where he jumps out the window and grabs <laughs> yeah. onto the drawer. It's really like a drone. Like George Lucas was uh, predicting the drone craze of the 2020s that was going to come. It's funny because, like, when they bust in the room, like, the thing is still out the window. And then he, like, the it, like backs away and it's like, oh, no, they see me. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like a camera droid. I mean, he's like yeah. filming, it looks like, because, you know, the people, they, they want to assassinate her. That's funny. Yeah. Anakin. Like, this part always reminds me of the fifth element with the land speeders that are, like, like way up in the air, super high. <laughs> I like this part. It's fun. This is a really good chase. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of the fifth element chase <laughs> as well. Which I guess, because I think fifth element was, like, 97. This was, like, Whoa. 2002. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of uh, Sabalbas in this movie. I don't know if you noticed that. I, yeah. I, I can't remember what the, the, the name of that alien race is or whatever, but the Sabalba type alien from uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, I did notice that. Because like, they're all jumping around in that diner scene later and shit. I really like um, uh, Zam Wessel's speeder here, her little ship. It's really cool. I like her big ass gun. <laughs> Yeah, she got like the hunting rifle, kind of like the the ones the Sam people use. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, it's kind of funny too because like the newer stuff really wants to focus on the Force and becoming a Jedi, but like nobody really does anything cool. Like in like this movie, like they're really like superheroes jumping off of shit. Like mm -hmm. they can like they pretty pretty much in this one they can feel like predict the future and like. The way Obi-Wan and Anakin later will jump out of the speeder to yeah. land on top. Like, they really can't anticipate, like, what's exactly going to happen and, like, what they can do. I never saw it like that. Like, I was, like, just this last time we watched it, I was just, like, how does he know, like, when he jumps out of there? I was, like, how does he know, like, where it's yeah. going to be? There's so many flying around. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember, like, which movie it was, if it was A New Hope or Phantom Miss or what, but, like... Maybe just Qui-Gon when he's talking to Anakin he's little, but he was... Or maybe, was, like, that's why he could pod race, is because, like, he can see shit before it happens, yeah. like, thing. And, um... Like yeah, his, I think there is some sort of conversation in the first one. Yeah. Where that gets talked about. Yeah. It's like you can anticipate... That's why I always thought they were going to say that Poe Dameron... Uh, had that. Had that because yeah. of the way he was, like, flying around and just, like... Like at a billion miles an hour, just shooting stormtroopers off the ground. But like, yeah. the few three times <laughs> I mentioned that, the people are like, "No, he don't have the force." I was just like, "Well, that's how they explain how Luke could shoot the Womp Rats in like Tatooine." But yeah. they never did anything with that. So weird. <laughs> it's so funny how much fun Anakin is having, yeah. and like. Uh, Obi-Wan's just like freaking out <laughs> I like this part like because this is obviously like a real model this isn't just a CGI background here yeah. I really like this because this the, like the visually this looks like some of the rides and shit you used to see <laughs> at like Universal Studios like those motion yeah. simulator ones like yeah. look, like this looks a lot to like the way the Back to the Future ride looked I always think it's so funny that they just he didn't even try to like go over it or anything no. they just still like flew into uh, they just get electrocuted <laughs> yeah 
I don't know why, but I always remembered. I thought that you could see like their skeletons or whatever's <laughs> happening, but you can't. It's just like the lightning bolts are lighting them up. Yeah. But that'd be funny if you just like they saw their skulls and shit. Like, <laughs> but yeah, this is very. I mean, I keep saying it looks like Fifth Element, but everything Fifth Element is like it's all it's all taken visually from Blade Runner and stuff. And I thought it was cool that like George was like incorporating that like aesthetic into it. Okay, I know I said I wasn't going to go into it, but, like, a lot of the stuff in the DSW ones seem like they're trying to do this kind of city, right? Because, yeah. like, every time they go somewhere in the new shit, like, like in, uh, like, Obi-Wan show, like, they tried to go yeah. somewhere that looked like this, and then, I don't know why, I've already forgotten everything else out of my brain, but, like, they always seem like they want to go to a place like this, but it's always, like... Like, all the lights are turned off in this town, like, in this yeah. city. Like, that's the way that always looks. Like, I'm just kind of like, what's the point of, like, making that stuff and just have it not have life like this? Like, I yeah, don't get it. Not like, fill it up. Well, it's funny, too, because people would criticize George saying he just made everything busy and just put a bunch of junk. But, I mean, realistically, if you're really, like, on these... But if you go to New York or yeah. like Los a- or downtown LA, like this is what it's like. <laughs> but it, not like that. But it's like you're living in a in a universe here where where literally people can come from hundreds of planets. Yeah, so it's not just the population of like the people that were born and grew up on that planet. Yeah, it's like anybody with a spaceship can come here. You know what I mean? Because isn't this the capital? Like a big capital? Yeah, this is Coruscant. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's supposed to be. Yeah. This is, like, pretty much the capital of, like, the universe. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that it's like that, but, like... But I think with what you're talking about is the fact that financially, even though they're, the, they're like, well, not now, but they were the biggest entertainment company in the world, like, Disney financially can't compete with what George... Because, like... I just saw, don't understand. I don't know. It's a... They're fuck, just cheap. It's a fucking, like... Bob Iger Ugh, conversation Bob, that just will never have a solution. No, but yeah, Bob Iger's cheap. He wants to keep like, all the money for himself. There's just I can't, I can't. I mean, you can see I'm having a meltdown. I can't even say it. Like I just can't handle the non-creativity that that's the that, in that. Yeah, like yeah. it just it's like compared to this, and like I know so many people have hard, like strong feelings about the the first part of the series. And, like, they don't like it and all that. But it's, like, wouldn't you rather have this than that drab crap? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'd rather watch it. I mean, I'm, I'm biased because this is my favorite part of the series. But, like, I'd rather have this. Like, colorful, lively. Look at all the people. Yeah. Like, look, there's a big crowd coming. Like, it seems like there's life, you know? Like, it seems like this yeah. is, like, a real city. Like, shit's going on. And, like, you know, whatever. And it's just in that other one, it just seemed like literally like their verses in that were like in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like very, like very nobody okay. was around. That, that Obi-Wan Nothing show. Nothing was happening. Yeah, like that, that Obi-Wan show, which was a direct <laughs> sequel to this, like that to me, that was the worst because that had like nothing going on with it. Yeah. Like I just don't. And it's the same thing with the movies. Like I just. The movie. Yeah. The movies I just are very remember, small like, scale and cheap. And yeah. then how we're trying trying to get through um, whatever that other one is we're trying to get through. 
can't even freaking remember the Andor. Name. Yeah, like, Andor is very dry that too, it's the same thing. Like, they're just going to empty places where nobody is. And well, like, it's just... Co- conveniently, nobody exists there. Like, it's I, just, I, like, yeah, so I don't strange. think that's a Star Wars thing, though. I honestly think that's a Disney thing, because... No, I know that. Because when you look at... I mean, I didn't watch the show or the movie. Or, I still don't know if it's a movie or show, but when you watch that Peter and Wendy trailer, mm. they're just, like, in a field in Ireland talking, and, like, that's what Andor is. They're always in that <laughs> The same field, field that yeah. they were in. It looked like... <laughs> it looks exactly the same feel. So, I mean, I don't, you know, like, whereas, like, George, like, George self-financed uh, episodes one through three, and he did it, uh, he was able to actually save a lot of money the way he did it, uh, employing, like, his own company to do his special effects and all that kind of shit. But, like, yeah, like, he just, I mean, like, they just couldn't compete with the production value. And a lot of people don't like episode two and three in particular because there's a lot of, uh, green screen digital environments and people think and I, I get it like it is noticeable but that that's all things are now but, so but, it's like but even the quality yeah uh, Ahmed Best <laughs> who, who we never mentioned but Jar Jar is in this movie we saw him earlier yeah. but yeah like I would even argue that the green screen <laughs> stuff as primitive as it is because this is 21 years ago or yeah 21 years ago this movie came out mm-hmm. I think it looks better than what we've seen in the recent Marvel movies like honestly like I don't even really notice it that much there's a couple scenes where I'm like oh yeah, yeah you can kind of see the shine you know yeah but like I don't know I think it's just because the movie is so good to me and there's a lot happening in the scenes that I don't think about that yeah, you know, there's like, more going on. The distraction. Yeah, like you know? the here they're like looking, so it makes you want to look around for the for the changeling. You know, like yeah, yeah, like it just it just builds a moment of tension, and like you you get into the movie. Whereas like now it's like all I can think about when I'm watching DSW is how bored I am and <laughs> how yeah, like it's... I can't wait till it's over. Like. I yeah. literally just think that the whole time. Like, I can't wait. When is this over? Is it almost over? How much more? Like, it's how so, much longer? It's so like, slow. It's a though. chore to watch those things. <laughs> I try to give critics them a chance. It, but, like, yeah, Andor yeah. in particular, critics love that. Like, <sighs> they just can't get enough of it. This is the first sign of his darkness. Yeah, he's he's he doesn't really make a threat, but he's like demanding that you know they find out who hired her and stuff. Tell us who is it. <laughs> yeah, and she starts to tell him, but Django Fett shoots a dart, and then he flies uh, away with his jetpack. Uh, yeah, and then Obi Wan just—I always thought it was funny that Obi Wan like he wasn't worried about getting poked by that thing. It's like so pokey looking; he just pulls it out of her throat, like oh, poison <laughs> dart. He knows the other side is yeah. poison dart. <laughs> Well, again, not to make this all about whatever, but I was just yeah. looking at Obi Wan there and just thinking about that show we were just talking about. <laughs> you know, you knew who Han Solo was at the end of Return of Jedi. You saw who he was at mm-hmm. in the Force Awakens. You knew who Luke was at the end of Return of Jedi. You saw what he became at the beginning of TLJ. Obi Wan Kenobi. You knew who he was at the end of Revenge of the Sith. You saw what he turned into at the beginning of his TV show. They're all similar, right? They're just all failed old men by the time they get caught up. <laughs> see, like, in this scene, you can obviously, you, you can see the shine coming off of uh, the one guy. The reflection head. off his head, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, but it's like, 
I mean, I'm only really noticing it because we were just talking about it. Otherwise, I want to, yeah. I'm like watching, I'm looking at the characters. I'm like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Like to see if I recognize anybody All from like, yeah, like, you know, it's just, there's so much more to pay attention to in these than, you know, than like to be bored. <laughs> well, know? I think so it's, it's funny, like, 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 well, like we're watching this, uh, uh, Palpatine and Anakin are talking in front of the window, which is obviously mm-hmm. a big green screen and all the ships flying around. But I feel like w- this was probably jarring for people to look at at the time because they weren't oh, used yeah. to seeing this. I guess. But it's like, that's what every movie is like now. Now, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, now everybody who loves the hell out of all these crappy Marvel movies that are coming out now, go watch this because you'll yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like all your criticism you had when you were whatever age <laughs> yeah. you like, watch this for a second. If you accept current Marvel product, yeah. you'll be okay watching this now. You'll be okay. Don't worry. <laughs> you'll fight. You'll be fine. This was another discovery we had. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the... Yoda, in order to get around, get around the Jedi Temple because it's so big and he's so... <laughs> <laughs> slow walking he's got the little he's got a little web on himself. yeah it's like it's like the crib with uh that uh, uh grogu flies around in in the mandalorian except mm-hmm. it just it just doesn't have like the top on it it's just basically <laughs> a seat with the hover pads on it yep. <laughs> see like i don't know like he looks real enough to me like i don't yeah. i don't know i just don't think about that stuff i just it's hard for me. I'm like super biased with these movies. I yeah. love them to death, and nothing will ever change my mind. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think even when I first saw this, you know, and also to CGI in general back then. I mean, I was comparing it more to the, what the CGI was back then compared to like how it is now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's clearly acceptable. Jar Jar and uh, Yoda. I almost call him Grogu. Yoda. <laughs> Like, it's acceptable. It's not, like, great looking, but it's, like... It has detail. It just doesn't have, like, the resolution to be, like... Char- but then again, nobody does. Like, like all the the scenes in this movie look a little soft because of the early digital cameras. Like, George... Well, I feel like it's that, and I really get the impression that on a lot of the scenes, he tried to make them, like, very soap opera looking. Yeah. Because, like, especially when they're in Naboo, like, he really, like, softens that up to, yeah. like, do that fuzzy sh- mirage shine on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think this, in turn... What terms, are those things doing out there? Cleaning the windows? No, like, the shot from the establishing shot, they were replacing the window that the... Oh, that that's they, right. That's right. Obi-Wan broke that by jumping crashed through. through. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was surprised, like, you couldn't just have a, a, a droid do it, like, five minutes later. Like, they were, like... Still, the next morning they were fixing it. <laughs> yeah, really. But yeah, that's funny. Because <laughs> I was like, why did they just leave? <laughs> like it yeah. was, it was like, were they cameras or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the one, the one was like holding the glass, and the other one was like using a laser to seal it. In it's just it. weird because like the room looks totally different in daylight. Yeah. yeah, like like I I didn't realize it was the same room until like when we were watching it the other night, and like I noticed that they were fixing one. I was like, oh, that's the bedroom. Because it looks so much smaller in the daylight. Like, it looked like yeah. a big cavernous room at night. <laughs> but, I mean, like, there's, uh, you know, like, this scene. I mean, obviously, the window. You're going to have to do the digital effects of all the ships flying by. But, like, just these regular shots of them talking. Like, the, like you know, this is all real. Real set. Real place. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas, like, now, like, they don't really build, like, the the background set. 
I wonder if her hair is like supposed to be her hair or if like it's just a wig she slides on. It's known that it's just like hair pieces. I think in the universe of the movie it's supposed to be her hair, honestly. Her real hair, yeah. yeah. If she had those long ass extensions in earlier as the pilot and like if you were really trying to be undercover as the pilot, you wouldn't be wearing those. Yeah. Well, no, I know that, but I just mean like do they see it as part of the costume, or do they yeah. see it as it's like her hair, like uh, Rose Burns' hair? Like, do they really yeah. think like that's her real hairstyle? Or it always makes me so sad to see her crying. Yeah, <laughs> she's sad about. She's got some good tears going on that scene. She does. Rose Burns really, uh, she's really good. Uh, I mean, they weren't great movies, but I liked her in those Neighbors movies. She's really good as the wife slash mom in the Sidious movies. I, I think my favorite one was actually her X-Men movies where like, I liked it where like they kind of aged her up and showed her getting older throughout the movies. Mm-hmm. She kind of was like the government agent that was helping pro- young professor X. No, she's another one Australian actress. Later on, we'll see Joel Edgerton. Is she Australian? Yeah. Wow. That's like with George, when he would like, go film there. I don't even know if the tax credit shit was going on back then, but like he would try to use a lot of local actors. Just like when he made the original trilogy in England, he used a lot of, you know, unknown actors to play all the the little roles and stuff. <laughs> don't worry, we have R2 with us. Yeah. Yeah. See, but like that shot, like that shot looked real. Like that looked better than anything in movies now. <laughs> I like this too. I'd be more concerned about her doing something than him. <laughs> yeah, they really said It's so out. funny. Yeah, they really set up that, like, Padme is just, you know, they set up Anakin's, like, this impulsive, you know, bratty teenage Jedi, but Padme is really just like that, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, they're both, that's why they're so perfect for each other, like, their personalities. Yeah. This is your favorite scene? Yeah, this is a scene a lot of people complain <laughs> about, and I gotta agree, it's just kind of weird, like, the, the 50s diner, like... <laughs> Like, I don't even really have a problem with the 50s diner. That dude, he just looks so nasty. Yeah. Like, how people complain about the mod scooters and the Boba Fett show, how that just came out of nowhere. I'm like, eh, this shit was going on. This 50s, like, revival, 50s, 60s revival was going on a long time in Star Wars. I just don't really get why the alien guy, like, is like a guy with his gut hanging out and his ass <laughs> crack showing and everything. Like, that's the only thing to me. I'm kind of like, okay, this is kind of like... Because he's supposed to be a nasty old... But he's like a space expert. He tells Obi-Wan about all these solar systems. I'm just like, (laughs) would this guy really be flipping fucking space He used to be something else, apparently, before in a former life. Oh, look at that little guy in the back. Yeah, I like that little guy. I guess maybe it's a girl. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. There's a Greedo back there, a Rodion. Yeah, I saw that before. He's so brightly colored. It's awesome. There's a girl showing her uh, boobs back there. (laughs) Like a human girl. It would like I don't know if like they would really do that in the movie <laughs> now. Like our boobs. But uh yeah, Oh, like, was that that little creature's drunk. Yeah, that girl's <laughs> drunk. Like the Sabalba's in the background eating and shit. Like yeah. it took a lot of effort just to have these background characters in there. Yeah. It's kinda kinda got the vibe going on of the uh like the Star Wars canteen a little bit with all the creatures <laughs> doing shit. Yeah. Those cups are cool. Yeah, the metal, like, uh, swirl cups. Mm-hmm. I forget what they call it. I think the waitress called it Jawa oh. juice they were drinking. Yeah, she did. Like, are they just drinking Jawa blood or what? <laughs> but I yeah, this, this, this guy, this this ugly cockroach alien tells them. Um, 
with his little dust broom mustache. Yeah, yeah his mustache is so nasty. <laughs> but he, he tells him about the Camino ends. Uh, it's a Camino dart that Boba Fett shot. Um, and he talks about their, their cloners that make... So, like... You know, like, I think a lot of people kind of assume that the clones were invented for the first time in the Star Wars universe for the Clone War and shit. But apparently the Kaminoans have been just, like, making clones for people. Like, you know, I'm sure they could clone anything, not just humans, probably clone other aliens, too. Yeah, because they're known, everybody refers to them as cloners. Yeah. So it's like, they obviously know them to clone anything, apparently. Yeah. This is where Obi-Wan tries to find it on the, the maps in the archives, the Jedi archives, and, like, it's not there. And, like, this is this is kind of a subplot that I thought was kind of weird. Like, I, was, I mean, I get it that it was just, like, showing that there was a conspiracy within the Jedi Order. But, like, this is the only kind of story complaint I think I would have was, like, this, this one is, like, kind of takes multiple scenes to figure out, like, oh, somebody hid the map when, like, he could have just, like, went there and, like avoided all this but, at least, at but least, I think it was that he was trying to find it in the first place and he couldn't find it anywhere on a map yeah but I mean and it's supposed to be that you know Cypher, I mean, what do you do Jesus. just jump in your spaceship and type in Camino and it's gonna take you there like how would he know where to go if he doesn't look at a map oh yeah but I mean I'm talking about the, the wrinkle that like oh the map was partially deleted and blah blah blah, blah. like it just goes round and round, like, for a couple scenes for, like, really no reason. But it's just to show that something something mischievous is happening. Yeah. But you kind of get that anyway later when they find out Cypho's Deus uh, placed the order for the billions of clones and shit. But yeah, this is, uh... They're kind of like in the poor people car, like the space... <laughs> whatever transport the refugees yeah they're kind of in there like i mean it's like a ca- legit cafeteria but like everybody's just kind of eating soup and bread like there's nothing fancy whereas like later they have a fancy dinner where he's like slicing uh pears and shit and flying them into her mouth that was when they're on naboo yeah i mean that's where they're going i'm saying that's later mm. but like here they're just like straight up eating soup and bread that's so funny like Seeing them interact with each other. The, ro- the romance that's brewing. <laughs> this is a cool scene, though, uh, with all the younglings. I think this is the only reason why they kept that thing going about the planets, to show you the little... To thing. show you different areas of the Jedi Temple. Yeah. yeah. I like that one on the left. I like that, that one back cool there looking. that looks like a green dog. I like the red one. Yeah, the red one is colorful. I think that's supposed to be the same kind of alien that Ahsoka is. What? With the with the tails. The red one? Yeah. Really? I think so. Looks so different. It's just color different. Snips. Let's see if they show it again. Yeah. Because I was even, like, the first time we rewatched this, I was, like, after we knew who Ahsoka was from Clovers, I was like, is that supposed to be, like, a young version of her? But hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess she does have the little... Yeah. yeah. I like the little ugly green doggy ones. <laughs> See, like, that's another one that I just, we've been seeing the trail, the commercial trailer, whatever you want to call it, for that show. And, like, yeah. those tails, like, I would have rather they did some CGI tails instead of that weird foam. 
Yeah, like, I don't wrinkled I don't like, up foam they have her wearing. <laughs> I, I, I like Rosario Dawson. It looks so bad. As an actress, she's one of my favorite act, actresses, actually. And I like the way she plays the character, but yeah, the makeup job is not really that great, to be honest with you. It's just those dang tails. Like, they just look so bad. Like, See, this is this scene is a particular, because as we know, is Obi-Wan, was it Obi-Wan? Maybe it was Mandalorian. I think it was Mandalorian showed that Grogu was in the temple this mm-hmm. whole time. George Lucas would have gone back and put him in this classroom. <laughs> like, he would have. Like, he always went back. He just, like, it would have been off to the side and shit, but you would have seen him, like, sitting over there. <laughs> that would be, like, so fucking awesome to see. Like, everyone's oh, like, oh, look God. at this. And then you just see him, like, going around. <laughs> and he was just sitting there in his little well. <laughs> in his crib, yeah. Just watching everybody. Yeah. Oh, my God. He would even cut into a close-up of him reacting to Obi-Wan something. <laughs> Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I like this too. Like, I like this part of the movie where we go back to the blue. Oh my god, this is my favorite. Yeah. So I always tell you, take me there. <laughs> it's a true fantasy land. <laughs> it just seems so perfect. <laughs> no matter how many hundreds of thousands of times you ride Star Tours at Disneyland, you'll only <laughs> see the the uh, even though like the hallway will tell you that that you can potentially visit Naboo on the thing <laughs> and it and it, it randomly plays to everyone's you'll just see the last Jedi one forever like even though like Rise of Skywalker already came out you'll just see last Jedi or whatever I love her headpiece man like that is yeah. so awesome and it's so shiny too like it's gotta be made out of some real kind of metal right <laughs> yeah for sure so cool it looks like bronze yeah I like that scene too where she talks about a little bit more about how she was the I think she says she was the youngest queen and yeah now we see the the current queen yeah That's she's got her. an awesome headpiece too with the shell yeah look like shells so cool and now she's uh the actress I guess so she says she kind of has like an Indian accent mm-hmm. but her um her facial makeup is very similar to the the makeup that uh, Natalie Portman wore in the last movie yeah it seems like that's just the style the ceremonial yeah. yeah that's how they look yeah she's also got giant sheets of hair <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like all the little chambermaids are just like sitting there with cans of spray uh, hairspray all day, like, <laughs> sh- getting their hair into sheets and shit <laughs> this scene is uncomfortable I always feel whenever we watch it yeah I'm always like oh my god this is turning feisty <laughs> she just like it's just one of those things where like all the movies now think they're so much all about woman empowerment. Like, yeah. Amidala in this movie, she's, like, really all about, like, yeah. putting her foot down as a woman. Like, it's and it's, like, every time we watch it, obviously time passes and, like, stuff happens, you know, between viewings. Yeah. And, like, just this latest, like, upcoming, because, I mean, it's been a while since we watched this. Like, this latest thing of, you know, women bossing everybody around. And well, I yeah. should say really bossing men around and crapping on men 24-7. The, the girl boss movement or whatever? <sighs> I wouldn't even say that because that's, that's like a, to me, that's like a nice thing. Like a yeah. an actual empowered woman kind of yeah. phrase. But, like, um, just, like, she was like really like that in this movie there were a lot of times where i was like damn like she's being so mean like 
Yeah. And it's just surprising because it's like, I don't know, like you would just never know that George Lucas made a character like that the way everybody talks about him. Yeah, they always talk about his weak female characters and it all comes down to, that she died at childbirth of a broken heart and shit. And I know we've been over that over and over before, but I'm just like... Yeah, she's pretty, she's, even in the first one, where she's, like, the young queen, like, she's grabbing a blaster and fighting and doing all that shit, yeah. I just think that's part, you know, like, the way Princess Leia was in the original trilogy, like, I just think that's, like, you know, George was playing tribute to the old science fiction movies with the female heroines and shit, I think. But in this one, she really says a lot of those kind of hot phrases, like, the one time when Anakin is looking at her and when they're in the room, in her bedroom, and she says don't look at me like that it makes me feel uncomfortable like that's kind of a thing like one of those phrases of like when a woman says no you know she means no means no whatever kind of thing like she says a lot of that kind of stuff in this movie and then like on that part where we just went through went by right now where he starts trying to talk over her and she says excuse me like she says like yeah. she says thing like the hot button kind of things of woman empowerment today that you know the attitude that I'm just kind of like, it, it existed a long time ago, women trying to find their place, you know? Like, I don't, I, I don't know, it's just, it's just weird. I don't, Yeah. I'm not into this whole thing of acting like everything was created in the last five years of all these movements and yeah. stuff. I just, it existed way before everybody acted I, like they cared now. I mean, I'm assuming that all the current writers of Lucasfilm had to, have all gone to college because that's where you get your programming on your, you know, your societal ideas now. It's like, what are they teaching in college now? Like, apparently, like, zero history. Well, we know because we saw that thing on that professor what he was talking about, what they teach yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, Obi-Wan's meeting the Camino aliens now, the Caminoans, whatever you call it. And, like, even from the first time I saw this one, I thought these aliens were awesome. I know. I always love how they look. They're, like, eight-foot-tall, like, fish-looking aliens with the mohawks and shit. Look at the chest piece, like, in the stomach. Like, it looks yeah. real. Like, the leather looks real. And I don't know why, but the, the assistant one, the female one that, like, escorts Obi-Wan around, like, mm. I always thought that was impressive because, like, you can clearly tell, like, how the two aliens, even though they looked almost exactly like, like, the way they move and speak and act... You can you can tell like which one is the male and which one is the female. Look at this crazy ass boat. I know, I like this little uh, space gondola they have. <laughs> I think this is the, one of the parts that they film. They film different oh parts in god. Italy and some in Spain. I according love to credits. this dress. Oh my god! There's so many of her dresses. They're so awesome. Mm. This to me was really like. Look at how green the leaves are on the trees. Look how red those yeah. flowers are. It's just like, it just seems like such a. Look at her the back of her dress, like the colors, like. That's one of the things that I, I freaking love about these movies. Like, that piece on her chest, it yeah. looks like blue shell. Like, you can see the texture of the shell. It's just stuff like that that I notice about these movies that I'm just like... It makes me fall in love with it because it's so beautiful like to look yeah. at. Like, I just... Like, why wouldn't you... Why, what would, like, like, there when he does that with his lip? That, to me, is, like, creeper, but... 
Like, yeah, like... I mean, a, what do you mean by creeper, though? He's, he's just kind of, like... He's clearly like, coming on to her. I mean, it's no secret. He's I making know, moves, but like, you know what it's I mean? just, like, too much. It's not like, like he's, like, jerking off in the bathroom. It's too... Well, that's why I said whatever. it's a non-perverted perversion. Yeah. But, like, it's just too strong because she's, like, not even, like, doing anything or saying anything to make him feel that way. Yeah. I mean, other than the fact she's that she's half-naked, but... Yeah. She wants it. I mean, she was clearly... <laughs> You know, like, well, we find out later, but yeah. yes, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, just like even the background, like, of the mountains and everything that that blue color, like, I don't know, it's just so pretty. I just love this movie, I just love these movies so much. It, it makes a difference when you go on location and film something for real and yeah. don't just film the whole movie on a green screen and shit mm-hmm. or a Czechoslovakian backlot, <laughs> yeah. Here, here, you, like, you know, it's clearly this whole created world here. You see all the test tube babies. Mm-hmm. And they said earlier that they got 200,000 clones ready to go with a million more in production currently. So, yeah. I like the um, the one alien's mohawk. Yeah, the, <laughs> the prime minister. Man. Yeah. Yeah, he is cool. They're so I like their eyes, looking. too. Like, they yeah. have these dark eyes, but with, like, gray They're pupils. They're, like, gray, yeah. So here we have, uh, I'm blanking on his name, but the actor Daniel, here we get young Boba Fett. I mean, technically this isn't Boba Fett, these are the clones of Jango Fett. There he is. Yeah, but here's the other guy. <laughs> he looks a little different from that. The other guy had more curly hair, this guy has more wavy hair. But yeah, there's like a like an 8 year old Jango Fett clone, a 22 year old, and then like the older ones are probably like closer to 30. Is where they explain where they have they have to speed up the aging process to get them, you know, mm-hmm. to uh, to fighting age basically quicker, or else it would take a lifetime to, you know, and um, and they also like fuck with their brains, like they're basically making them programmable where they can take. It. <laughs> it's so funny when they're he's like he requested one that was unaltered. Isn't that strange? Like yeah. he's so weirded out about that like, he uh, he yeah. wanted a son. <laughs> Yeah, so Boba Fett is actually a clone of Jango Fett, but he's just a direct clone, like yeah. genetic material. They didn't, they didn't speed up his aging. They didn't make him docile and controllable. Like he's just like a kid, a normal person. Yeah, yeah. And like this is where you see them all put on their armor, like stormtroopers. Because like that's one of my favorite things always of Star Wars was the stormtroopers, and like we didn't have any sort of stormtroopers in Phantom Menace, which was disappointing. But like yeah, when they when they got to this one, oh look at the, this, oh the clone troopers. That's where I got excited. So talk about all this scenery. That the you water love so, so much. blue and the waterfalls and the grass is so green. I love it. <laughs> a lot of people don't know, but this this scene right here is actually uh, directly copied in Twilight with Rob and uh, what Kristen. <laughs> yeah, the the this the, the, the how the the meadow scene. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, that field had exact same flowers and <laughs> everything in it. They don't do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they were eating sushi back there. It's like a box of sushi back there. <laughs> she kind of got a, a version of the buns on her head. Yeah, she always has some version of it. Yeah. <laughs> but how would there have been stormtroopers in the first one? No, I mean, like... I mean, there was, like, no army in the first one. Yeah. But, like, like, like I, I don't think anybody ever knew that Stormtrooper armor style came out of Clone Trooper armor style. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
This is another time she... Uh, I think she's noticed, like, a, the darkness in him. Yeah. Just for whatever reason, she never... Uh, I don't know. I guess she just love blinded her. That's the who he really is. Yeah, I mean, I think she's just more understanding because she's seen her people basically emotionally get ravaged by war and killed and shit. So oh, like, she's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I think she knows, like, you know, what happens to people over time. Look at those skies. You think that's real? Yeah, like, I think... real th- clouds? I think this one is uh, more composite, like, with all those waterfalls behind them. I think this one is a little more digital. Even the clouds? Yeah, I think so. So I always thought these these animals he rides are so gross looking. Like they look like <laughs> giant ticks. They're so big and blobby. Uh, yeah, they do. They are gross. Yeah, they just look like they would just like be going to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> well, I guess they would. All they do is eat all day. <laughs> eat grass. And get, they well, look constipated. Yeah. <laughs> and he falls off it, pretends to be hurt. She comes in. This is the the great classic romance where they roll around and finally kiss. <laughs> Just rolling and rolling in the grass. They didn't kiss. <laughs> it seemed like they were face to face. I like this oh. one, the Camino and flying that giant pterodactyl. When he comes on, he's like, You were drowning me. Yeah. He's screaming. He's like, Get me. Oh out yeah. Of this water. He is making a noise, right? Yeah, he's like, Wow. <laughs> interesting how space bird can swim in a fly. I like how they have hooves. Like they look like horse people. Yeah. <laughs> This is where they visit the apartment of Django Fett and Boba Fett. Hmm. And like he's always so mad. I like that, yeah. He's being raised by Django Fett. I like, too, where, like, uh, where like, Obi-Wan's questioning him here in a minute with Django Fett. And he's like, do you know anything about the... And Django Fett's like, I'm just a man making my way through the galaxy. <laughs> Like, he's so cool and suave and, like, whatever. And, like, the, I like the dialogue, like, the way they're talking. Like, I mean, Jango Fett clearly recognizes him from uh, Coruscant. And, like, I mean, he knows. Like, you can see the armor in the closet back there. Like, Obi- Obi-Wan knows, too. But it's cool how they have this exchange where, like, they pretend like they don't know who each other are. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, this, sh- this shit is, like, you know, starting to build attention. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so he knows Master Cypher Diaz. And he's like, oh, no, that's another guy uh, recruited me. That wasn't that wasn't suspicious at all that he talks to uh, Boba Fett and Mandalorian to fucking go cover up the armor. <laughs> so we were, go- like, have we been talking about that lately on whether Obi-Wan saw the yeah. gear there on the floor already. Yeah. And, like... He does kind of look like he's looking down there, but then he also could just be looking straight, like, yeah. you know, but thinking like, about what he just said or whatever. It's, so. it's so in plain view, though, and, like, if Obi-Wan did see it, he, like, he wouldn't give any indication that he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I don't... I don't know. I mean, what it doesn't make a difference whether he saw it or not anyways. Yeah. Tamara Morrison's so fucking awesome in this. Yeah. Yeah. I like how they're just like secretly insulting each other when they're talking. He's <laughs> like, always a pleasure to meet a Jedi. <laughs> when really they're like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm fuck, fuck you, you up. Next time I get you alone, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how Boba calls him dad. That's his dad. 
I wonder if he ever told him. I mean, he had to know he was a clone, though, with all those other kids running around there, if he ever saw them. I don't know. Yeah. Here's their their dinner of pear. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever those are, because they don't look like pears. Yeah, <laughs> they look like pears pears. on the outside. <laughs> yeah, space yeah. pears. <laughs> they pretty much have fruit just for dinner. Yeah. He's like, let me fly this way. Like, he's really showing off. I, th- I thought this was kind of, like, cute in a way. Mm. Like, his his romancing of her involves, like, all of his... <laughs> like, look his what I can powers. do. Make all this shit fly around. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, sensually pushing it slowly across the, across <laughs> the, the air to her. <laughs> her eating her fake pear. Yeah, her CGI <laughs> pear. <laughs> Oh, this okay. is steamy here, though. I like, know. This, the shit she has on here. This like, oh, was like a dominatrix outfit. Or Actually, I think boots. it's what she was wearing. Was it? Yeah, because I noticed that thing around her neck. She had it yeah. there, too. I think she just took off whatever she had the on top. The shawl or whatever yeah. part of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> as, as a lover of the film Titanic and seeing <laughs> in the, the best romance of all time is Jack and Rose from Titanic... <laughs> How would you compare Anakin and Padme Star Wars romance? I don't know, because it's it gets pretty gnarly in the third one where he just gets too he too much darkness. Well, I'm just talking about this movie where they're falling in love, all the scenes of them falling in love. And even then, it's kind of awkward because she's like not giving into it this whole time. Like yeah. it's like she doesn't like. She looks uncomfortable, like, most of the time. So that's, like, I don't know. It's kind of mixed feeling for me because she kind of, because she seems uncomfortable most of the time until the moment she reveals her feelings. Like, if you're not familiar with the movie and know what's going to happen, like, it seems like he's harassing her. (laughs) Like, Like it's not really going anywhere. And she, he, like, he just keeps going and going. She's like, no, dude, I'm not into you. Like... And it's like that for most of the movies, so it's kind of uncomfortable until the moment they're about to die, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. and she she finally opens up. Yeah, and that's like what probably like three quarters of the movie of the like left of the. But like, I think it's just that thing where movie. where she knows it's so forbidden for both of them. No, yeah, that's she, why she's she says that here too. Yeah, and she's the but it's just like one. you don't really like yeah. I don't know like. All I really see is her body language <laughs> around him, where she's like, Ugh. she's always like shaking him off and like, no, I can't, and like all this stuff. So it just seems that's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. How he seems like he's just coming on too strong. It's really because yeah. of the way she's acting, how she feels uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes me feel like weirded out by him. Is really just her reactions. <laughs> like I'm feeling her side. You know, like I get him, I get it, but it's just. And then here she's like, no, don't go. <laughs> I like that that line he had a second ago where he was like, he's like, please, if you're if you're in as much pain as I am, please let me know. Yeah. Like, like it's it's killing him to like just. And she still doesn't give him anything yeah. <laughs> until I think she says, we, you know, she says something that he's like, yeah. oh, you too. Like he jumps on it real fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They kind of mutually agree here, like, yeah, it would destroy us, it would destroy her political career, and he'd be kicked out of the Jedi and shit. I think it's more about the lying about it. Yeah, the lying. If they were to be together. 
I didn't understand, like, this part, like, how he... So he's he's gonna go back to his ship, right, and send the message. Mm-hmm. And then they see the Fets out there. And then he comes running at, running back out. Why did he go back in? I mean, I don't think he was like, like, I'm gonna take off and leave or whatever. I think he just, like... I need to send the message. Yeah. I mean, and, like, the where where he goes and confronts Django Fett, it's like another landing pad. Who knows where it was, it, like, yeah, far away. that kind of confused me when we were watching yeah. it. I was like, "Where did he just come from?" That was weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I noticed that too because he had to go back inside. But it's just because Jango Fett's ship, Slave. By the way, Slave One. Oh, how dare mm. you use that name, Slave One? The politically incorrect Slave One name. Uh, <laughs> it was just parked on another landing pad somewhere, and I mean, he couldn't get get to it from where he was. He had to go back inside the space station. Like, know? I'm wondering if there was like a another scene that happened that. Then that got cut out or something that showed like when Obi Wan went back in or something. I don't think so because he t- he he goes to send a message. And he tells Yoda and Mace Windu that you know I believe this is the bounty hunter that we you know. So mm. I mean he's pretty much telling him, like I want to go get him and fuck him up. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. he's not. I don't think he he would have interacted with it. I mean the only person people he could have interacted with again were the aliens, and I don't. I don't see another scene of that really happening. Do you think Windu is an alien or he's human? No, it makes Windu human. Mm. Why would you think he's an alien? I don't know, because he just because he's so powerful. I mean, technically, they're all aliens. Like, yeah. like Han Solo is a Corellian, yeah. and like you know, like uh, Luke Skywalker is like from. I mean, he's technically. Yeah. His dad's They're from Tatooine and his yeah. mom's from Naboo. I mean, that's the thing is, like, even just the humans are. No, don't be sad. Yeah. In this scene, he's all sweaty and stroking out in his sleep. Mm. Here's his mom crying out. It's kind of funny, though, because, like, a lot of people try to, like, think it was just always, like, Anakin's fear and whatever that turned him dark, but like there was real shit he was sensing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not like he could like not sense his mom was dying, you know, it was, it was really happening for real. Yeah, I like how he looked, I like that shot, it's cool. Yeah, he looks tough like that. Yeah, I always liked him as Anakin. Yeah, and I always thought he, um, I thought she was like good in the way she reminded me of, uh, Princess Leia, and he always reminded me of Luke, especially in this one where he was, like, younger. <laughs> I like how she's like, you had another nightmare. He's like, Jedi, I don't have nightmares. She's like, I heard you fuck her. <laughs> yeah, she knows. <laughs> she's like, don't lie to me. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just because he was strong with the Force. I mean, he's supposed to be the one, you know? So it's like, yeah. it, it, it makes sense that he could sense things. If Yoda can sense when he was in pain, when, you know, Anakin was in pain when he was going through his stuff, like, it makes sense that Anakin would be able to feel other people's pain. Yeah. And, like, also, too, with how she's like, well, I'm going to go, and then you're forced to be my bodyguard. So, yeah. like, I mean, she clearly played into it. Like, she disobeyed all the rules too and wanted him to do what was best you know for for him because she cares about him and she understands the pain he's feeling that he needs to do something it's his mom you know yeah see this right here 
Like, what? Where was he? Where is he coming from? <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, I guess I kind of know the layout better because I play the video games. But, mm-hmm. like, those platforms are, like, potentially miles apart. I mean, yeah. It's not like he could just do a force flip from where he was <laughs> That's sitting. why I'm saying, like, where did he come from? He had to go back inside the... the I keep calling it a space station, but it's not, like, whatever that base is. Oh, fuck. He had to go walk around inside of it and go find out where... I mean, it's not like he automatically knows where Django Fett's ship is parked, either, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this looks so funny. Yeah, the the only thing that I think is weird about his ship is just how it's, like, it, how it's laid out. Like, they have to, like, lay down in it to, yeah. like, take off and all that stuff. It's so strange. No, the cockpit, like, moves. It, it flips back and forth. Like, you get strapped in, and it's like, whoosh, it goes up on a curve. Mm. They show it better in the Boba Fett TV show. Uh, you can kind of understand how it works better there. Oh, I always thought this was a great fight between Jango Fett and Obi Wan. <laughs> All the shit on this platform. Yeah. Oh, oh. damn! Shit what got blown yeah. away. Damn. I actually like CGI or Jango Fett too. The shots where he's flying around. Oh, damn! He's out. Oh. I don't know if this is the first movie with CGI stunt doubles, but like, yeah, they. This first one I remember. Oh. Unless Blade Two did it first, I can't remember what year that movie Whoa. came out. Yeah, it's all tied to the, uh, like, the grappling hook that he wraps around Obi-Wan's mm-hmm. wrist. And then they, they're they kind of falling and pulling each other down. It's like a cool fight. I like Jango Fett's uh, gauntlets there. This, this is the only thing I kind of got to shake my head at, that Obi-Wan uses this little tiny cord yeah. and like, rips it. I was like, that wouldn't even have any weight for you to flip it around. That and, like, there, how he grabbed it. It's like, yeah. your hands would be so fucking chopped up. Trying yeah. to grab a wire like that. Yeah. <laughs> With all your weight. Especially a wire, like a literally steel wire. <laughs> yeah. Like thin. It'd be like piano wire slicing. Yeah. It'd probably like slice your hand well. Yeah. <laughs> I always like seeing them use their powers. I feel like they don't do it enough. They don't, which, <laughs> which like, like I'm not really all about, like, you know what I mean? This but see, movie, like this, how he has yeah. to, like, lay down. Like, it just always seemed strange to me. Yeah, slave one. So it works. Like I like I was like, like I had the toy as a kid and you know because it wasn't like you could own the VHS back then. Like I never knew like it flew the way it did. I thought it was like like the way it lays flat. I thought that was the way it flew. Mm. But it has like a lever on the toy where like the wings go up and down, so you change position once you take them mm. off and then you fly forwards like off. Like it kind of looks like an uh, an iron <laughs> when it's flying. Damn, thing is so fancy. Yeah, all. Even back for Phantom Menace, all her ships are always silver. Mm-hmm. And this is space mm-hmm. where I can't remember if this is Mos Eisley or Mos Espa. There's a ship that's always flying around the background of these towns, the orange one. <laughs> this is kind of throwback to uh, the original film. Her shawl's so. cool. See all the, there's oh, little little babies. Yeah. See, I, I, yeah, I know a lot of people don't like it. They say it's hokey. It should be an empty spaceport with nobody in it. But <laughs> I like the George Lucas thing because, like, I never noticed, like, that alien chasing those little baby frog things around before. I, I like that you can see them. Oh, my God. This guy's so gross is, those Yeah, flies. so he meets older Watto now. And, like, Watto is, like, now, like, really covered in shit or something <laughs> because he's got, like, 50 flies around them. So gross. 
Yeah, he tells him he's looking for Shami Skywalker and uh, Dummy Watto puts it together. And he's like, Addy, little Addy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. He said it. That's a politically incorrect voice now. From, I don't even know why. Reason. I mean, he looks like a. I mean, the way Watto's voice sounds, like, and you look how, like, dirty he is and, like, his beard. I mean, wouldn't he have, like, a gruff, like, voice like that? I mean, I can't imagine this guy talking in, like, a proper British accent or something that they would want him to talk in. I mean, look at his teeth sticking out. They're covered in tartar and shit. He's going to have a gruff ass, like, monster voice. Kind of reminds like, the way he talks kind of reminds me of Snuffleupagus or whatever his name was from Muppets. Snuffleupagus. Mm. <laughs> moisture farmer. Yeah, moisture farmer. That's weird. That's what that's what they were doing in the beginning of Star Wars. That's what Luke was doing. He was fixing all the robots so they could uh, collect all the moisture. What little bit of moisture you can capture in a desert. I never noticed that. Yeah. Here in California, Gavin Newsom, he should hire some moisture farmers to keep this water from drying up. <laughs> Ugh, don't remind me. Yeah. Look at all these adventures R2's been on, even even before he was a C-3PO. Oh no, he's a well-traveled adventurer. 3PO is like a goober compared Look to... Look at Saturn. It is, rings of Saturn. <laughs> Actually, I think it's Geonosis. I like the Obi-Wan ship yeah. too, how it like connects and disconnects from those like booster rockets so mm-hmm. he can like uh, hit warp speed and then yeah. detach and go down to the planet with the smaller <laughs> ship. Pretty cool. Yeah. This is a good space uh, chase and fight. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan and his starfighter mm-hmm. versus Slave One. <laughs> this was your favorite scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny because Django's like flying he's releasing all these death charges and shit. Like, every time they, like, try and blow up Obi-Wan, like, little tiny Boba, he's, like, an evil psychic. He's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, blow it up. Like, I think Damn. this is cool, like, the, how it goes quiet and then it blows up. Yeah. Like, that is so cool. And then the shockwave, the way it tears through all the asteroids yeah. and, like, makes them turn into dust and shit. It's just... Uh... I mean, we can. I mean, it's it just like I hate to sound like a broken record and make it not enjoyable for the listener, but like I, I just I'm I'm missing. I know these movies didn't thrill everybody, but I just want to see new movies, whether it be Star Wars movies or just any type of movie. I just want to see movies with this type of creativity again. Yeah, just like good filmmaking because it's like it's also the sound. Like yeah, a lot of the sounds like. When the the sleek ships are flying around, like they make a very specific noise when they fly, yeah. and then like just like yeah, that how I was saying when that thing blows up, like there's like a moment of silence, like everything just goes like silent and then it blows up, like yeah. it's just cool. it's just everything about filmmaking, sound editing, like I just don't feel like you really get that anymore, like. Honestly, a lot of the new, any new movie, whether no matter who it's from, I feel like the sounds are harsh to the ear. Yeah. Like it, or it's like annoying. Like for some reason, in a lot of movies now, yeah, like they gotta be doing annoying effects. noises. Yeah. Like or the music, the soundtrack, the score is doing annoying sounds. Like yeah. I guess to build tension, but it's really just a fucking annoying. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I'm just like, I just, when we watch like these older movies that are supposed to be quote unquote so primitive, cause like yeah. it was like the beginning of like effects and stuff. It just, I'm more satisfied with these than I am like new stuff that's supposed to be yeah. supposedly more advanced, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, technically this should be like a really primitive film for being over 20 <laughs> years old, but like, when we were watching this the other night, like, I felt more of, like, I guess what you would probably call the blockbuster movie yeah. feel than, like, a lot of the newer stuff you see now. Like, the, this scene is, like, really cool and, like, yeah. you know, really, like, makes you nervous because you're, like, yeah. you see the rocks flying around and, like... And, I mean, we've watched these movies, like, how many times? And, like, every time yeah. it's, like, the first time for me, the, my reactions of things where I'm like, oh, like, that fight scene earlier, I was like, oh, damn. Like, it's just, like, I've seen that so many times, but I still react to it because of the way it's playing out, you know? Like, yeah. it's just so, like, exciting and fun. Like, I don't know. I just, it just can't be beat. Like, yeah. a, I feel like it's original filmmaking, I guess. As opposed to everything now is just trying to copy each other. Yeah, and it's, that's why I get, I get really kind of upset when I see a lot of creative people, whether it be writers, directors now, producers, whatever, like when they try to talk shit about the older generations of filmmaking yeah. and, be, and telling the fans to shut up and get used to like what they're doing now. Yeah. And be like, you know, the, you can't just gatekeep it and always want the original creator. And it's like... Well, it's not even necessarily that we always want the original creator. We want somebody who does it right, not somebody well, who... Well, I mean, that doesn't even make sense either, because it's like, why not? It's their yeah. product. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, that like, original person's product. This, like This whole... <laughs> Yeah, this whole argument of, like, we're the ones driving the car now, it's like, why? Because some corporation bought something, and yeah. now, now your shitty writing gets to take it over? Like, It's cares? like, if you want to make something that way, why don't you create your own universe yeah. of something, you know? It's just like... I mean, Zack Snyder pitched the idea of making a Star Wars movie, and they told him, we don't make movies like that, so he went and... It's he called made Rebel, his own. Yeah, it's called Rebel <laughs> Moon, so he's like, okay, yeah. I'll make my own space movie. Like, yeah. that's what you need to do, like, yeah. just don't rely on every other people's shit. Shit, just go make your own. And then you'll have whatever rules you want. Yeah. It can look however you want. Yeah. The female characters can act however bitchy you want yeah. them. And it will be your own character and it will be yeah. product of you. Yeah. <laughs> like you it will be known as this is you. Yeah. <laughs> just and everybody, you know, just be happy with that because it's you. Yeah. <laughs> just so yeah. here we catch up with C-3PO. He was just like a, a robot skeleton in Phantom Menace. Here he's he's got like the coverings, you know, but it's it's not the gold ones. He's just like, I guess, silver or copper. I don't know. Yeah. The last time we saw him was he was all what? Like, skeleton oh, yeah. wires and shit. Yeah. I wonder who built the outside. It had to be uh, the mom, must, either the mom or, or when uh, she got with this dude. Yeah. Like, because obviously she she took three, because 3PO stayed with her. You think? Well, he seems like a kind of mechanic guy. He's got a tool in his hand of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, after Anakin left to become a Jedi, 3PO stayed with her to help her. Yeah. And, like, you know, probably, and, like, they can use him on the farm and shit. Which, like, because his memory gets wiped, but he was actually on that farm twice. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. 
It's so weird how he's like, Shmi is my wife. It's like... Yeah, this is like a weird thing. Like, You mean your mother is my wife? Like, I don't yeah. know. It just seems strange. He's like, I bought her as a slave, but she turned out to be <laughs> such a great wife. I'm just like... Because they, like, they don't make it be like, oh, he went to the town and he met her and she was a slave. Like, they make it sound like I just bought her to make her work and then I fell in love with her. Yeah. But obviously he has these kids. Well, I guess the, the whatever is his son. It's not supposed to be Shmi's son, right? Because no, he says stepbrother, yeah. not yeah. half brother. Yeah. Because, I mean. Anakin, He's like, you fuckers. Anakin's How could you let this been, happen? <laughs> yeah, Anakin's only been gone 10 years, and, and Uncle Lars is like yeah. older than he is. So yeah. It's just this guy, his wife either died or divorced him, or who knows what happened. She's then, got another version of Buns. Yeah. <laughs> The what, like I think his name is Clegg or whatever, and he yeah. lost his leg trying to fight the Sand People. I guess to get Shami back. But yeah. He's like the original passport bro. He like went and found his woman elsewhere. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he went to Wado's oh junk shop god. and found his woman. He got his passport to oh, go to Wado's yeah. <laughs> junk shop. He must have liked her because she was so subservient. He liked her. He was walking through looking for some uh, robot parts. <laughs> he saw her sweeping the floor. And he saw that she was uh, 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 fit, uh, feminine, and friendly. <laughs> submissive demeanor. Uh, so he made offer uh, Wado an offer he couldn't refuse. It's about to get real. Yeah. I like that scene when Anakin's like, I'm going to find her. And they're like, she's dead, son. And he's like, he's like. No. I know. It's like, why would you say that? Like, yeah. you don't even know. Well, first of all, he's a Jedi. He can feel if she's dead or and not. And also, you got, you you just finished saying that you, when you got better, you're going to go look for her again. Yeah. Why? you Now you're telling him she's dead? Like. <laughs> so we got to talk about this scene where he's on the speeder. Oh, and it's like the, the sunset and the, the. Uh, is it Duel of the Fates? The dun, 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 yes. Dun, dun, dun. It's fucking awesome. I don't think it's on... Oh, maybe it is on this part. He yeah. talks to Jawas. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I'm trying to think when I said it, because... No, it, it is. It's like... Dun, like, I remember dun, on the, uh, during dun, dun, that part, I was dun, like, dun, oh, dun, why'd they have to bring this song back? I know. <laughs> it's so hardcore and badass. <sighs> Okay, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it takes a while. He's like looking all around. Like, I think yeah. he's basically tracking them, like the places they've been at and shit. Yeah. Or no, this is Obi Wan. But um. Yeah, that's why I said we're not there. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Obi Wan goes and gets captured by the millions of bug men. <laughs> I kind of like. I thought this was like a cool touch because like you hadn't really seen this in Star Wars yet, but like the Geonosians, they're basically like giant bugs. And I like that their their buildings like they're all catacombs and they're like they're like hives that they yeah. live in and shit. It looks like a hive like yeah. where he just walked by. Because they, I don't know if you remember, it, but one of the episodes of Clone Wars that's where it, this is the droid factory. That's where it's hit because all their cities are underground. Mm-hmm. The bugmen or whatever. But I don't know if you remember, but there was a cool episode of Clone Wars TV show where like they had a they had to go in and like those bugs were like all underground and like they were attacking them and killing all the clones and Jedi and shit. It was like almost like a. It was I think it was a two parter episode too. It was almost like a horror movie, hmm. with new gun ray and all these guys. 
And then that guy that's like <laughs> on the ventilator or whatever, he like I was like when you watch the original Clone Wars pilot movie that they released in theaters, like that guy is like the general of the army that Obi Wan and um Anakin are fighting on that planet. Hmm. Cause I was like, I because he's such a minor character in this, like I forgot about him. But when you see that Clone Wars cartoon movie, it's like, yeah, he's like a major character. Hmm. Here you see Dooku running, and like, there's tons of different aliens, all from the different separatist. Uh, I was gonna say countries, but planets. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> this one's funny. Yeah, he's the one that's like the general. I'm pretty sure in the Clone Wars movie. <laughs> Oh, this guy was nasty. How he's like no nose, his face <laughs> just like smashed and squished. I still like the Nemoidians, New Gunray, and uh, can't remember the other one's name. Hmm. I like those aliens. Like I don't think they've ever <laughs> showed that type of alien that ever again. Guy, yeah. He had such a monster face, but then these little dainty hands. Yeah. He's just hearing all of the fucking gossip. Oh no! Here's Anakin. He's getting ready. This is so awesome too. Where he ju- <sighs> he drops off this giant ass cliff. Like it's just like what? He looks like Batman. Yeah. Imagine like Dracula like when he jumps off the cliff. Like, oh my god! I like these space dogs too. That are fighting over this bone. Now, now, what's your opinion? This was back when Sam people were still like. It was okay to hate them. Yeah. They were always bad. It wasn't until the Boba Fett TV show, really, that they said, like, oh, some, you know, because there's different bands of them. Yeah. Some of them aren't as evil. Like, clearly these ones was evil because they just kidnapped his mom and, like, were just barely keeping her alive just to beat her more and more. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't even slaving her out. They just, like, whipped her up. Ugh. She looks so she, terrible. You know what I always think she looks like when they show her, like, there and her face is all, like, cut up? She looks like a deadite from Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. Especially the girl in Army of Darkness oh that, that uh, Bruce Campbell's love interest. Do we really have to record this live? Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> it's, I know, so sad. <sighs> and again, like, I know a lot of people, you know, they don't like Mannequin Skywalker and shit. I, I would argue this is one of his best scenes in the trilogy or whatever. Yeah, pretty much from here on. Yeah. And I like, too, that she, like, oh, she recognizes him instantly. How she tells him you look so handsome. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's like, you know, it's totally like the melodrama of Star Wars. It's just like when Padme, Padme dies of a broken heart and people don't like that shit. But I just like this thing that his mom's dying and she holds on just long enough just to see him again for like a minute and then she passes away. But when she dies in his arms, it's brutal. When she goes limp, she's like, Ugh. like it's it's hard to watch. It's scary looking. Yeah. And then the middle of what she was saying, oh, she couldn't even finish it. Yeah, she she's trying to say I love you. She just keeps saying I love, I love. Uh. Look at that. Look at that tear coming out. Oh, oh Anakin. Yeah. Look at his face. Oh, I know. God. He can't. He says shock. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like his worst fear. Yeah. This is what he's always been so worried about. Oh, my God. And then here comes the turn. Uh, yeah, that's when he starts turning Darth Vader here. Oh, God. I gotta say, I excuse uh, a thousand percent what he does here. I know it's not the Jedi code, but 
I would have done the same thing. But not with the kids. Yeah, I would have killed them all. Uh, I would have slaughtered them like animals. <laughs> no. And then this too, like, he can hear it. Oh, he hears Qui-Gon's voice. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I thought it sounded like Qui-Gon, because, you know, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, he tells Obi-Wan, he said, I've I've discovered a new power, I've been talking to Qui-Gon. Like, it was going on in this movie already. Oh, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. I never noticed that. Yeah. (laughs) It's so so. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, this, this is, I know there's a lot of people say, no, you just, you just hand it off from writer to writer, come up with whatever you want. But this is like when you can sow the seeds because you actually have your trilogy planned out. Like that's the kind of shit you can do. Because <laughs> we were watching it the other night, I was like, "Damn, that sounds like Qui Gon." And I was like, "Yeah, it was him," because he was starting to talk to him already. I guess I guess Qui Gon because Qui Gon was always challenging shit and trying to learn shit that like wasn't taught or whatever. I guess that's why he was able to do it. Yeah. As opposed to the other one. This ship is so cool. I mean, it's like a, a full-size ship that they have for his Starfighter, Obi-Wan Starfighter. And any scene with it where he's getting in and out of it and climbing it, like, it's so cool looking to me. Mm-hmm. Poor R4. <laughs> yeah, I wish they would have kept him around. Yeah, he gets blown up eventually. Oh, does it? I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> if it's Revenge of the Sith or whatever. One of them he gets blown up and killed. Dang. Oh, here's your friend. Yeah, <laughs> the bug man, the, the, the moth man, cringe mantis. Yeah, <laughs> mantis moth. <laughs> yeah, I like their guns too. How they go and shoot that green like energy <laughs> oh, yeah. wave. Yeah. What in the blazes is he doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the opening of um of uh unless that was another droid that they get in and slice them up. I'm traumatized now. I can't go on. Did you realize he was talking to Qui-Gon? And that, yeah. Like, that just kind of made it more, like, I, I never realized that. Yeah. It's so crazy when you listen, watch it with captions. You, like, yeah. like Sifo, Sifo-Dius. Yeah. Now I know how it's spelled. Yeah. Because I always imagined it different. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, too. oh, now I know how to say it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's his name? Uh... Uh, Clay, he's got he's got a flying wheelchair too. Yeah, that was brutal. Uh, I think it looks so bad the way his mom's wrapped up in that blanket. He's got uh, her <coughs> neck all wrapped, carrying up. her. Yeah. And the look he gives her, like you fuckers, you let this happen. That's another thing too I liked about it. Where where before he's like, he's they're like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to find my mother. Like he just totally blames them. Well, I'm like, why doesn't the husband react or anything? Like, yeah. he didn't even really look that sad. He was yeah. just like, oh, shit, you found her. I mean, to be fair, it was just his slave wife. He can just go buy another one from Watto or whoever, though. I guess here's this other scene. Yeah. This, this, this <sighs> is the real heartbreaker for me. Yeah. When he's, he's, he's talking about, he's just working on this junk, talking about always been good at fixing things and... Basically, he's he's like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna learn things the Jedi won't teach me. I'm gonna make make it so people can't die anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just that pain in his voice when he said that. He says, "Why does she have to die?" Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I don't know. I just, I don't get the disconnect of like why people can't get in this emotion. And then when he makes the admission that Padme admits uh, to her that he killed her, killed uh, all, and he uh, says, "And not just the men, the women and children uh, too." 
They're animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. Mm. Like, you really can't blame him. Like, you understand, like, where he's coming from. And he's not, like... It's not like he just wants to go murder a bunch of people just to murder them. Like, he just... He literally wants to bring about peace in the galaxy. That's another thing, too. Like, something I wanted to talk about is... Um, everybody's like, the plot hole in Star Wars that George Lucas could never fix is, how come he didn't know Luke was on his home planet? And how come he didn't sense him and find him? And do it? And it's just like, if you really understand who Anakin is, even when he's Darth Vader, like... Did he really want to find his kids? I mean, really? Like, first of all, he didn't even know that they were born. Like, he thought that, you know, whatever. Or maybe he did. I don't know. But, uh, because Sidious tells him, you know, she's dead or whatever. But either way, it's just like... In, in Empire Strikes Back, when he talks to Luke, he says, Help me, you know, join me, and we'll overthrow the Emperor and all that shit. Like, I never got this in this uh, idea that Darth Vader wanted to find Luke and Leia and fucking kill them for, like, zero reason. Like, that just never made any sense to me. Well, I kind of get the sense that it's more like... Like, I don't... I mean, this is just m- my interpretation of it, yeah. but... To me, it seems more like you can't sense what you don't know about. Yeah. And, I mean, he never knew that the kids were born. Well, so. I mean, he never... Even if he did, he never, he never like, saw them. So he never had an emotional connection to them. Like, you know? So I just don't feel like... Like, why would he know? You know? Yeah. Like, I don't... I mean, clearly he does know, though, because when he tells Luke, I'm your father. Like, I mean, he, he knows, but... But doesn't something happen... I think it's only because there's, like, a moment at some point where he gets close to him and then he can feel it. Yeah, I don't know if he could feel it in, in A New Hope when he's trying to, like, chase him down the yeah, no. or what. Like, I don't... I, I could, that I couldn't really tell you. But, I mean, either way, it's just... I like, think there's a moment where something happens where he learns about it. Yeah. I feel like something in my memory tells me that, but... I don't know. I mean, because the, the whole time is... is the reason they freeze Han Solo is they want to freeze Luke Skywalker to bring him back to use him to have him join them. So, I mean, it's like... Yeah. It's like, it's it's hard to say. And I mean, too, it could just be he's so fucking lost in the dark side that he's not... He's not paying attention to that. Yeah. You know? I mean, he tortures Princess Leia, but it's like in A New Hope, but like, it makes you wonder the question, does he even know that's his daughter? You know what I mean? I don't think so. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... I don't think you can feel something if you don't know about yeah. it. You know, like I just don't. I don't know. That's again. That's just my interpretation of it of the force. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah, at what moment he and, realized Luke was his son? And it's like that's the thing. It's like it's just something that it's however you interpret it. You know, like. But then again, he did see. He did know that. That in a new hope, he did know that Luke was with Obi Wan, so maybe that's how he put it together too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like when he kills Obi Wan on the Death Star, Luke is watching him and he screams, "No!" You know, like when Obi Wan disappears or whatever. We'll know when we uh, do the anniversary episode. <laughs> yeah, a couple of years we'll get to. <laughs> Or when I'm watching the mail, the merit twenty four seven marathon on TBS or TNT or whatever they're showing. I think they played them both. <laughs>
Jimmy Smith's coming straight from me familia to <laughs> Star Wars. Pretty much, huh? Yeah. Obi-Wan gets captured by the Jordicas here. Your favorite Star Wars droids? No. More happening on Geonosis, I feel, has been revealed. Mm-hmm. So they, this is pretty much, like, plot-wise, this is pretty much where all the Jedi know that Geonosis is the place where all the shit is going. But in order to go there, they can't just go there with, like, ten Jedis or whatever they have left. Like, they're going to need to actually call on the planet. So, like, the whole point, and this is why I always like the prequel trilogy, is, like, uh, Darth Sidious starts a fake war between the Separatists and the Republic, first using the droids, and then knowing that in order to take on the droids, they're going to have to call on that clone army, like, actually employ that clone army to come fight for the Republic. Mm-hmm. And then he has them automatically programmed up from the get-go with Order 66. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just thought, always thought that story and the way it's played out, like, it's playing out through episodes one through three. Yeah. Again, that's why I think you should plan the trilogies out, not just say, oh, we got the most talented yeah. independent film directors to come make their own individual movies or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like... I just think the whole thing... And I like, mean, that's the whole point of a trilogy. Yeah. Like, they're all supposed to relate to each other. Otherwise, you're just making three random movies, which <laughs> yeah. is what happened. Well, when you when you put Kathleen That's what happened. Charge, yeah. There's three well, random movies made by random people. When, when random fuckers take the job. <laughs> and random people wrote different parts of the movie, and yeah. they just randomly chose which parts of the movie go where, and yeah. then you get what you get. But, um... But yeah, like this point, like um, they all fall for it, and like I just oh, you know like every time I see scenes with Palpatine, I'm just like fuck yeah. you. No. I mean, I guess <laughs> like, it's really Palpatine like, guiding them. Being like, oh, I have to get the emergency powers, and because Padme went away, she put Jar Jar in charge, and Jar Jar is the representative for her. So he makes a suggestion like, "Oh, we should give him emergency powers." He is so. like, like really. I would say Palpatine is probably, like, the most devious, treacherous villain in a movie since Valak from Lost Boys. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're legit villains that just, like, are evil. Yeah. Well, I think, too, the, the I mean, it doesn't matter with Darth Sidious because he's immortal, so he can have the luxury to do it. But I think the thing that makes him a great villain is that you watch him play the long game over a trilogy of movies yeah. that is, like, basically a 25-year period. Yeah, and it's just, like, he's so, like, planning this out. Like, like yeah, that long game. It just Because yeah. Dooku <sighs> used to be a Jedi, and he's basically sifo Dyas like you piece together yeah. so so he him and Sidious have been working together for decades not even years decades so yeah let's talk about that who is this sifo person was this really a person or is it him is it it's Dooku? Him, yeah so where did that name come from i don't know because they say sifo died 10 years ago yeah and like that's what Obi-Wan says, but then when he sees Count Dooku, he's like like it, it's like at the same time, like him and Yoda are like, Oh, Count Dooku. Like it's not like, oh, Count Dooku's a stranger. Like they know him and they yeah. hate him. I think he just faked his own death and changed his name to Count Dooku is all it became, you know what I mean? Like he left behind. But how Jedi. can they not recognize him? 
But that's the thing is they do. They just never say. Like, they're never like, oh, it's Sifo Diaz. Like, like, they're just like, you know, they hate him automatically. Because when uh, um, Obi-Wan is, like, contacting Windu and Yoda, like, telling them what he found out from the Caminos. Yeah. I could be wrong. I want to actually look that up. No, but that's the way I always put it together, that sifo was actually... When he mentions sifo Yoda is kind of like, hmm. Like, he yeah. looks like he recognizes... It's, the- it's like a secret between them. They're not, like, yeah. saying... So I was just always confused about who that was, because you had... I mean, and from my memory, like, I don't remember anybody being named that from the first one. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like that's the time period they're talking about. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Let's see what it says. I will never join you, Dooku. Yeah. I always took it that Dooku was a former Jedi. Though. Well, that's what they said. When, uh... Oh, according to this, it's a different person, but he was friends with Count Dooku. Oh, okay. So they were in bed together. Look at Yoda. He looks so funny standing up there. Yeah, like a, it's like a baby <laughs> up there standing. That's funny. Yeah. Sifo-Dyas was gifted with the power of foresight. He earned the uh, seat on Jedi High Council prior to the invasion of Naboo. He foresaw a coming war that would ravage the galaxy. He believed the Republic would require an army to prevail. The Jedi Council rejected his notions, leading to him his removal from the Council. But he still pursued his ideas and contacted Kamina co-owners. I mean, this is all just, like, bullshit backstory that they made up some other time. <laughs> but it's like, how would he get the billions of dollars needed to pay the Kaminoans to make the army, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I love democracy. I love democracy. I love the republic. Love the republic. Oh, shut up. Mm. Oh, God, he's so evil. That's, honestly, like, since we're talking about Palpatine, like, that's what I hated. Like, to me, like, what kind of broke Star Wars forever was when they brought him back for Rise of Skywalker. Like, that made zero fucking sense, because just the character that he was, like, I know he got, like, more monstrous and, like, all deformed and shit as the old Emperor, but still, like, I just can't, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if he was still alive, he would, like, do some long-term plan to come back. He wouldn't just pop up out of the ground with an army and be like, I'm back, And, like, fucking J.J. Abrams is like, oh, this is the best I could come up with on short notice, but it's just like, to me, that kind of ruined the mythology of Star Wars, saying that fucking he was still alive after all this time for no reason. Nah, it's not really Star Wars. It's here. not. It's it's Bob <laughs> Iger Star. I don't. Even, I won't even call it DSW. It's it's ISW Iger Star Wars. <laughs> uh, we're soaring over Whee! fucking Geonosis right now. Like soaring over California. Yeah. They should do that for, like, the Star Wars Knights to soaring over Coruscant. Oh, that would be so cool. (laughs) Soaring over Star Wars. Go over all the And then blow heat at you when you go over Geonosis. All the steam. Then have water splash on you when they go over Naboo Waterfall. Imagine, like, the bug guys come flying out of the Oh, God. Have feel wind wind coming out. Yeah, they're hitting the windshield. Like, (laughs) The windshield. (laughs) Like, driving to Sacramento or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, like, I mean, it was cool seeing C-3PO with, like, kind of shitty, rusted metal and stuff. But after a while, you're like, somebody clean this droid up. He's so <laughs> filthy looking. 
He gets a bath eventually. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even when he had his gold armor, he got dirty in the New Hope where they had to give him the bath and shit, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anakin and Padme just walk into the droid factory. <laughs> but he, I was going to tell you, like, I didn't want to, like, point it out to, like, talk over the movie, but, like, you notice, like, all the alien bugs start coming out of the walls and attacking Anakin. Mm-hmm. Like, he's literally legitimately sliced them in half. Like, you can see it. Like, yeah. some he sliced sideways, some he sliced down the middle. Yeah. But he's slicing these fuckers, like, way up. This is the beginning of him and R2's banter. Yeah, this is like the first mini-adventure they go on to. <laughs> R2 and uh, 3PO uh, investigate the droid factory. She was so... He was so... She, he was so mean to him, calling him an idiot and everything. Yeah. like, sheesh, calm down. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why he had to have his memory wiped. Yeah. And his revenge is oh, too. Oh, no. Yeah. This this is like very kind of spooky horror movie. Yeah, George Lucas horror movie. I love how he just slices them up. (laughs) Do you think Anakin would uh, spare the uh, women and children of the bug people? Nope. Yeah, he slices them up. No. This is very. I I gotta admit, this is very Looney Tunes here. And I think that's obviously on purpose. Like, this was supposed to be a section to, you know, appeal to the younger audience that watching the movie. And I personally don't have a problem with that. Like, there's still some cool shit that happens in here. I, I think it's exciting because it's yeah. like, how are they going to get out of this shit? Yeah, know? this machinery is like crushing everything uh, and they have to jump through it. I like the way she, what she does. It and does. she just looks badass, like, getting yeah. through it all. She's like doing some America Ninja Warrior. I love that. I don't know why I've always loved that outfit she has on there. With like the giant scarf shawl thing and everything. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a gift. Well, not now where everybody just wears rags in movies. But back then, Star Wars movies had like some of the best costume people uh, working on it. They have the best. Yeah. Best there is, the best there is, the best there will be. Oh, no. I always love this where C3O is like standing on the ledge. He's like, oh, what is this factory? And R2's like bumping in him. He's, he's like, like, go, dude. He's like, you're going to make me fall. And he's like, boom. <laughs> he knocks him over. He said, how perverse. Yeah. Calm uh, down, R2. I don't know why. I like this CGI oh. 3PO. Like, where it's obviously like a CGI doll. Like, I just like the way it looks. I don't know. It looks know. like robots. Yeah, it look it does look like robots in the movie, but it also reminds me of the droid TV show that they had with R two and three PO that came out after Return of the Jedi. He said, "I want to go home." Yeah, this is this where R two uses his jets for like nobody knew R two yeah, had jets. Yeah, so awesome. And people are like, "Oh, can we just didn't fly around in the other movies?" It's like, well, it was thirty years later. Maybe his shit got broke. Maybe he got parts replaced. Mm-hmm. Look, look at the bug guy grabbing her. It's so gross. Oh, damn. He just chucked her in there. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he threw her in there on purpose or if she just, like, broke loose of him and fell herself. But she basically uh, got gra- fell into him and then got grabbed into, like, a giant smelting pot. It's awesome watching. Yeah, 3 p says, I wonder what happened to poor little R2. Meanwhile, oh. 3PO gets decapitated. <laughs> Like, that's, like, really cartoony, but I yeah. think it's funny. Yeah. I don't know why I was like this, where he, the, the, the battle droid head gets on 3PO's body, and then his body gets on a battle droid, yeah. or his head gets on a battle droid. I yeah. think it's funny. Yeah, I like it 
Yeah, there they are. They're they're plasma guns or whatever those things are. They're cool. I always like using those in the the video game too. The battle from a video game. The sound they make and shit is cool. Oh, this is the only thing where I'm kind of like whatever. Where Anakin's hand gets trapped in this giant thing, and well, yeah. you know, just like because he's holding his lightsaber. And I was like, I was like, if he turned the lightsaber on, like, would it like slice? Could he slice through? Maybe? Isn't that what he does to get out? Right? No, I, I, that's what I thought he did too. But I think he, I think it like something happens where it gets broken off or something. Mm-hmm. Padme is about to get <laughs> melted with the lava. Archie's gonna come save the day as usual. Yeah, as he should. Mm-hmm. I don't think he saved anybody in those other movies, but yeah. he saved. He's he has saved the day in every movie. Yeah. In like all six of the movies he has, yes. It's like everybody, somebody has to say, I got a bad feeling about yeah, this. Yeah, it's exactly R2's like that. R2 is the one that saves everything mm-hmm. always. I don't have a problem with it. Of course not. He's a badass. Yeah. He's a real hero of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what happens when you create a fan favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he turned off the uh, lever there. What's going on? Trying to, yeah, ah. but then she gets dropped. Bang! I think that's what he did. Oh, he did on purpose, so yeah. she fell out. Yeah, it's like an Alice in Wonderland moment. Yeah, she was really? up. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like oh. this part like breaks it off or so- something. Oh. Yeah. No, oh. oh, he's oh, still no. in there. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, there, there it is. is. But he broke his lightsaber in half. Yeah. Oh, but it's a handful. Yeah. It'd be funny if you just chop oh, off all his fingers. Dang. Not again. Yeah, it's kind of a shtick. Like, even though his <laughs> lightsaber is the one lightsaber that's existed, like, all the way through Star Wars. <laughs> early on, he was always going through a lot of lightsabers, breaking them and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Django. Oh, there he is. Django working with the droids. Just looks like an add-on scene. His hair looks weird. Yeah. I just noticed that. <laughs> I think that's a great shot there. Yeah, it is pretty cool. This too. Like, all the CGI here is really good. Uh-oh. Oh, this is the scene right. that will make you cry. All right, get ladies, if you're listening. What do you mean, get ready, ladies? I was crying the other night, This too. is the... No, that's not what I'm going to say. No. We're going to say, if you listen to Go often, I'm going to tell you, this is the scene that gets his heart sad. <laughs> it's, it's muy romantic. <laughs> this one pulls at his heartstrings. <laughs> she finally comes clean that she loves him too. I know, like totally, like deeply. Yeah. It, it's it's the line where she's like, "I thought," he says, "I thought we decided we fell in love and destroy our lives." And she's like, "Well, our lives are about to be destroyed anyway." Yeah. And then they kiss. And, like, it's really the music that does it to me. It was like, what? <laughs> it's, like, so dramatic. The theme. And the way they're kissing and, like, the cart pulls them out into the sunlight. Like, it's so freaking awesome. To me, is this part, I truly, deeply love you. Oh. Yeah. And before we die, I want you to know. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the bug guy slaps the horse on the ass and pulls them out. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's just a giant. Uh, this is the God. scene that got remade for John Carter, pretty much. What? 
Yeah, it's like the John Carter, the whole trailer was just a scene to try to make it look like Star Wars, the original <laughs> scene. They pull it. It's funny, too, because it's like a gladiator <laughs> thing where they're going to fight these giant animals, but they just call it execution. Like, all these bugs just want to see them chained to these giant pillars and get eaten by these giant, uh, yeah. well, like, beasts and shit. I think this part's funny. Like, the things that they say to each other, like, Obi-Wan, like, what he says and stuff. Like, yeah. How, like, Anakin's like, what about Padme? He's like, I think she's got things handled. Yeah. <laughs> she's all climbing up the pole. <laughs> See, I mean, this is, like, some good, like, snappy blockbuster, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, having fun at the summertime. Like, this is not... This is not the type of dark and brooding movie you take your family to on Christmas Eve. We decided to come and rescue you. Good job. Yeah, yeah, he looks up at the chains. Yeah, they're chained up just like him. He's like, oh yeah, good job. <laughs> Look at this bug guy. He's such a king, man. He's got his gold armor on. He's the king of the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing more of the bug people planet and all the, another and like Mandalorian or something. <laughs> I like this one because it reminds me of, like a cross between like a bull and a dinosaur. <laughs> I like the the, per- the giant manis one. Yeah, right? like yeah. that one looks cool. Yeah, this yeah, one, one, the crab oh, manis. Oh my god, yeah. it looks so gnarly. Again, I think these special effects are really good on these creatures and stuff. This one too. Yeah, I like, I like this, this one. one too. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a wolf, like cat kind wolf, of cat. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Got a bad feeling about. Yeah, Anakin's the one that says I got a bad feeling. Who says it in the first one? I can't remember. I think it was originally Han Solo. The first one. The oh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe it was Obi Wan. I can't remember. But I mean, originally for the first time in A New Hope, I think it was Han Solo. Yeah. That's why I thought it was weird when they kept repeating. I was like, isn't that like different people kept saying? I was like, isn't that Han Solo's thing? Yeah, she seems to be on top of things. She's climbed to the top. That's funny. She's like she got loose for. I mean, she had like the bobby pin or where she had to get get it. Uh, oh man! Oh, we only got free easy. Just let the monster snap the chain. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's like yeah. bull charging Anakin. I like how he oh. finds a way to ride it. I have to say that came off too easily. No, that thing. That was too convenient. Yeah, it was just a little uh, ring thing. I like how she's like, oh, oh, oh but, then, but then she gets so badly. Then when she, uh, she, she got her clothes ripped off, that back scratch was bloody. It that looks was nasty. Yeah. And the way she yells, like, yeah, oh, like, oh. sounds so terrible. Dang. I got, I got to admit, like young me, when she got her clothes ripped off, I thought, I thought she looked so hot in this scene. Like especially later when she's like shooting everybody with the laser gun. Who? Padme with the way like she's like midriff showing oh. and she's like all badass like really just her fighting too. Was oh, hot. you said young you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I how, was like, who's young me? <laughs> like, like when I was, uh, you know, how old you I was? Twenty. Yeah, I don't know how old. I guess I was probably even close to my mid twenties when this this one came out. But uh, yeah. Like, this, like, I like the the animals, too, because they kind of, like, even though they're CGI, they kind of remind me of, like, old stop-motion creatures you see yeah, in, like, a science fiction they movie. they do look like that. Yeah. Oh. I like this okay. one where it, it gets, like, he throws the alien off the thing, like, he gets stomped or whatever later. Or, or eaten. I have to say, like, I mean, I know it's something that's gone on since this time, like, 
I mean, it's pretty much filmmaking now, but, like, the way they're, like, interacting with, like, the nothing that's there, yeah. like, that's, it's, it's so cool, good. yeah. Like, I mean, you know, he's there and looking at whatever fake little thing they had there, but, yeah. like, it, I don't know, it looks like he's really reacting to what's there, like, to what we see. <laughs> I was surprised. I saw a behind-the-scenes picture from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit of Christopher Lloyd. And it was supposed to be a scene where he's strangling Roger, mm. and he it was like it was just colored all white. But he actually had a real stuffy of like Roger <laughs> Rabbit looked just really? like him. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I guess it gave this him is also your favorite too. The marker, yeah, where they, they yeah, she just kisses, like, kisses him like <laughs> oh yeah. It's like yeah, they're together now. Like, nothing stopping it now. Like. Yeah. Once she professed her love. <laughs> Once she started simping for Anakin Skywalker. Well, she already professed it, yeah. so. I like Obi-Wan, too, in this, that, like, he's competent. Like, he's a good warrior. He's just not, like, shitty and falling down. And these guys, oh, my God. Like, yeah, so ones. bloodthirsty. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay. And Count Dooku's like, don't worry. We're going to kill him. She will die. Don't yeah. worry. Oh, God. They're rolling out the Jordicas. Ugh. Now, this is where shit gets, like, really, like, next level. I hate those things. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. The droid is hers. They just, like, you just can't fucking kill those things or get rid of them. This like, is a great I entrance, like too. Oh, look at his wings. That look cool. I know. This is, like, the first time we actually get to see Mace Windu oh, be a badass. Damn. He's always just been talking in the previous scenes. His purple lightsaber. <laughs> Of course. Yeah, and then all the Jedi uh, reveal themselves. I like how you can see their beam, like their sabers, like yeah. all like in the distance. Yeah. Well, lots of female Jedi, I gotta say. Yeah, that was one thing I was I was noticing again because you you see it with different eyes after time passes and shit happens in life. Yeah. But like that. Not just women, but all colors. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and aliens. And like aliens, yeah. But of Not humans aliens, of yeah. humans, there's all races of yeah. actors that are doing them. So I just yeah, mm, I don't know. I just I mean I know Bob Iger invented women, but <laughs> And race. And Ray he invented before Bob Iger, everybody was the same color on Earth. But um <laughs> Damn. I always love that scene where Django Fett tries to burn Mace Windu and catches his, his jacket on fire yeah. and like he falls down on fire and he flips it off. Yeah. That lady was slicing up some battle birds. Uh, oh no. <laughs> and this is where we see the 3PO body I'm and he's all confused it. and then we see the 3PO head on the battle bird body. That oh, would suck oh, if they oh, just oh, accidentally oh, like oh. sliced up 3PO's real head and kill him. Talk. <laughs> Oh. I don't know. Like, that's Look at her. Thing. Look at her. She's right in that space. Badass. Yeah. That's why she's my favorite female in all this entire series. Yeah. She is badass. She just jumped on that thing like nothing. She's like, come on, honey. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a, a love machine team <laughs> in this one. Destroy. I always like this in like... Uh, somebody I don't I don't know if it came from like DVD special features or where, but there's like footage of just all of them on the green screen like you know it's just them like because obviously the robots aren't really there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just like swinging those lightsaber <laughs> and like everybody uses that as proof that like this scene sucks because like they're just swinging their arms around and shit. 
I'm like, but if you actually watch the movie, like the finished movie, not yeah. the green screen footage, or it's not it meant a, to be watched like that. Yeah, like it, it, oh. like it actually like connects. Like it's yeah. like everybody says, oh, it's boring because they're just waving their arms around. I'm like, well, that's if you watch the blue screen footage. Like that's it, why I don't like that. Like that that they started like really yeah. showing how like everything was made. Like that was special yeah. features and stuff. Because it's just like then people get too smart to be able to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why good. I don't like watching any of those. Here's Django oh, Fett versus oh, no. Mace Window. <laughs> this is I always like this too, like the, oh, the thing stampeding him. Oh, dang. Like Django trampling oh, him. Oh, fuck, he really tried. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome, honestly. He was just rolling. And then it, it goes to charge him again, and Django oh. Fett just gets up and gives it a headshot with his blaster. I always <sighs> thought this was awesome. Bam. Bam. He did. Oh, he looks cool. I know. Like, the scenes where they oh. use a, a CGI stunt double with Jango Fett are really oh. cool. Yeah. Oh. Windu goes, charges him, Damn. takes off his head. Oh. Awesome. Look at his power pose. I know. Oh, look at him. Oh, fuck. Mace Windu's a oh, cold-blooded that. killer. And oh. Boba Fett sees it. He's like, no. Man. Marley. That's why he tried to get his revenge on Mace Windu. Die, Jedi, dogs. Oh, what did I Yeah. 3PO's getting taken over by the evil robot programming. <laughs> yeah, Shock, I get him. Yeah, yeah, get him. Yeah, get him. I always loved this battle. I thought it was badass. Because, like, it's really three parts because you have the part with them fighting. <laughs> I like how I'm and laughed at him. Uh, you have the part where, like, they fight the oh, animals damn. and then, like, they all fight the battle droids and then, like, they're going to lose and they're outnumbered and then Yoda comes with the reinforcements. So, like, mm-hmm. there's really, like, three parts of this battle. Like, that's why it's so cool. Mm-hmm. I like how much action this one has compared to, like, <laughs> movies now. They're having a this is sexy fight banter. They are. But when <laughs> Obi-Wan starts, like, chopping off the legs uh, of yeah. the giant monster, it's like, holy shit. Oh. It really slices over. Because this, this was the last uh, Star Wars movie to be rated PG, but they got away with a lot of violence for just a plain PG rating. <laughs> Here comes R2. Guess what he's doing? Saving the day. Yeah, he's going to rip off 3PO's head and put it back <laughs> on his real body. Rip off his head. He does. He's, look, he's struggling. Oh he's like, God. oh, I can't get his head to rip off. Oh, <laughs> It was like a Mortal Kombat oh, fatality. such a drag. It's like R2, finish him. <laughs> oh, no. Spineless. Oh, damn, Jedi are dying. It's like Sub-Zero's head rip. Oh, my God. So many. I know. A lot of Jedi die here. About half the Jedi get killed here. Oh, because those fuckers. Because there's just wave after wave of battle droid uh, coming. I send you my circuit. Yeah. <laughs> I like how his legs are kicking. I know. <laughs> and his arm. Funny. Oh, oh damn. There's hardly any left. I don't know. There's like seven or eight left. Uh, it's the super battle droids. Uh, Which, like, it took me the longest time to realize the Super Battle Droids have, like, the same head. It's just, like, fused into, like, their giant shoulders. Yeah. It's, like, the same head as the other ones. It just doesn't come up and They just have bigger traps. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like they have giant traps. Basically making them no-necks. Oh, man. And then even the bug guys are kind of in there fighting, too. Yeah. Although, I'm surprised, like, the whole bug... uh, population like they flew out once a fight they're like fuck this like we're not gonna get caught in this you think they would all have been like attacking the jedi and shit yeah. 
What do you think about Christopher Lee as Count Dooku? Because, like, obviously he's a legendary horror actor, but George <laughs> Lucas liked him. Um, but he actually has, like, a really big part in, like, this one. And, and like, I mean, he shows up in the next one, too. But yeah. here comes uh, Yoda with the reinforcements. I like this, too. Like, I like how they show the gunners just, like, shooting all the droids, like, slicing through them with the lasers. I think he's, like, evil, but he's, like, the classy evil guy. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought the name, you know, like, Count Dracula. I always thought the name Count Dooku was, like, yeah. meant to be reminiscent of his Dracula roles. Could be. Yeah. Now we gotta talk about the clones. Nah, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's, t- let's talk about your amazement. You couldn't stop oh saying it. Oh, my God. Much. Look how cool they are, though. Okay, so we watched that... Freaking uh, series on what was it? Vice. Yeah, Vice. Vice ruins everything. They ruined <laughs> wrestling. Then they ruined the behind the scenes of Star Wars. How? So it was a series about the Star Wars saga. You know the George. Yeah. Luke, well, pretty much, yeah. Mostly the George Lucas. Yeah. Uh, the George. The real Star Wars saga. They and... they, they couldn't make the expose on DSW though because Vice <laughs> used to be funded by Bob Iger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So. What they revealed on there was, I mean, I'm sure, oh, this part, oh, man. Yeah, where Boba, had, Boba Fett uh, picks up Jango Fett's head. And, like, when we the, watched it the last time, it was yeah. the first time where I had the thought, yeah. his dad's head is, is still, still in there. the helmet, yeah. and he's holding it. I was just like, oh, my God, that was nasty. Um, So they revealed, or they told how, like, George said there were going to be no clone troopers in costume they were all gonna be 100% CGI and I never knew that yeah and never ever ever have I ever noticed of the thousands of times we've watched this movie that none of them were real in costume (laughs) like because I I just assumed that there was like a handful you know of them and they just kind of use you know like like regenerated them them, yeah But I never realized that not one was ever a man in a costume. Yeah. And so now this was the first time watching it since I learned that. And, like, there's so many scenes where, like, yeah. and like you said, I kept saying it when we were watching it. I don't believe for one second that that's not a man in a costume. Because it just, there's so many there's scenes like a, that it looks like a man yeah, in a costume. Yeah, it's weird because there's a few, Like, there, like, look. Yeah, like, the reflections are so good. It looks like yeah. a guy in a there's, costume. There's some of them it looks like CGI, but there's yeah. other ones in the daylight where the, the light and the reflection hits them. Like, I do notice it now how some of them look a little bit yeah. cartoony because now i know yeah but i never noticed it before yeah. and again like i've watched this so many times like whether it's we sat and watched it or i'm playing it on tv because it's yeah. on i never noticed that they were animated yeah. i just never have until now i can't not see it which is why i don't like watching behind the scenes stuff but yeah. like, yeah, like there's just I just can't. I'm like, I wish I didn't know that now because now I'm like, that sucks. Like it doesn't seem as impressive. I, I gotta <laughs> say, I love this battle. So like, this is one of my favorite battle scenes. Yeah. Anything from any Star Wars movie. It is good. And like you know, like I was saying before, you think newer movies with the full power CGI now they would have done stuff at least on this scale, but like there was nothing that even came close to it. But like, yeah, like like this. Look at the legs. Like it looks like guys standing there. It does. And, you know, like, I always thought, 
like, like I knew that when the movie came out, and I always thought it was like my rationalization or whatever you want to say is, um, uh, I always thought it was because George wanted them all to move the same because they're yeah. all supposed to be the same person, you yeah. Know? But like now that I, I'm just like realize it. I think it's just because the guys in the original Stormtrooper outfits, like they couldn't move; they're always bumping their heads yeah. and falling down and shit. Yeah. And I think he just wanted them to move better, like yeah. to look like they could actually fight and be badass. You know what I mean? I just, I mean, I guess too. You know, if he had the experience of those people in the costumes being uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, you know, he probably just didn't want to put anybody through that again. <laughs> With that, and it just... Because, like, there's even parts, like, if you look at A New Hope, like, when they invade the thing, like, the guys are all crouched and they're bumping in. They, like, there is one shot where you can see one bumping his head, and there's another one where, like, when Darth <laughs> Vader walks in and they're lined up, the one guy's he- helmet is all crooked and shit. <laughs> so I think oh it was just God. that, like, George is like, I don't want to deal with that nightmare, because it's, it's probably really hard, like... Especially when you have multiple people in a shot, even if it's only, like, six or seven people. Like, somebody's going to be fucking up something. So here's more of the storyline build-up. Yeah. Like, I remember it was such a big deal of, like, oh, it was the first time that they showed the plans. The yeah. plans. Like, I do yeah, remember the, that being a big deal. The, the next project that the Geonosians were working on for Darth Sidious was their plan in the um, Death Star. They yeah. had the plans for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Which is, speaking of how all those characters are actually CGI characters and yeah. all the stuff that's going on right now with the whole AI thing of actors and all that, yeah. it's kind of weird, huh? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's, like, weird that that was, like... This, this they one, were, they're yeah. so worried about it now and this is nothing but what this movie was. <laughs> yeah. George, like, this was doing it for, like, fucking young Bob Iger when this movie came out and he was only in his late 40s at the time. He's like, oh, my God, this movie's going to revolutionize Disney. I can just fucking clone the same actor over and over and over. But I just like all that. I mean, I know people would argue that, like, Star Wars is a toy commercial shit, but I just love everything in here. These ships, these, mm-hmm. like, little... They're almost like mini Death Stars, these little ships yeah. that the Geonosians have. Yeah. And I like oh, how the guys are, like, damn. shooting with the lasers to make them crash. Like hit, I like those shots where it looks yeah. like it's real. <laughs> like yeah. a real camera, like, looking Zooming at Zooming in, yeah. Yeah. Whoa! Dang, we just got covered in Because they're target. Like, I saw one thing where they were talking about how big of a revolutionary scene this was, this whole CGI battle here. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're basically saying that, like, this uh, was like the precursor to what Avatar was, like, how the mm-hmm. whole world was CGI and Avatar. Like, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, like, I know people, like, you know, I don't know, like, I've heard some people not like this, but I think this is, like, really good on a technical level. Like, yeah. With all these orange sand dunes and shit. Like, all this looks really good to me, personally. And I just always liked it how they're, like, flying around in that ship with the doors <laughs> open and shit. Like, it was, Look at this guy. Yeah. Riding his Harley in the desert. Yeah, Duke is trying to outrun, like, a legit spaceship, dropship. Well, with, he's like, doing it. <laughs> I like these little guys that try to help Dooku, too. And shoot mm-hmm. nothing. Oh, this is awesome when ah. Padme falls out and the oh, clone trooper falls with her, too. Dang. She rolls all down the sand. He's like, what the fuck? And you know, the worst part, too, is her, all that sand got in her bloody back wounds oh, and shit. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that would burn like like salt would, but it's probably hurt. Yeah. And then this is where Anakin and Obi-Wan argue, because Anakin's like, put down the ship, I gotta go back and get payment. And I love what Obi-Wan says, she would want you to, you know, do your job, you know, she did her duty. 
And it's true. Well, I mean, he she, would say, "What do you think she would do?" Yeah, in your position, yeah. And Anakin's like, "Damn!" And he's like, like, he's like oh. "Damn you, Obi Wan!" Yeah. <laughs> Never. Really, she would do her duty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yoda's like this little guy. Yeah. I just I don't know it's so cool like I like like I bought uh, well actually I didn't buy any of the clone troopers I was done buying toys but with the famine and us I bought a bunch of the droids but I wish I would have collected all the little clone trooper toys but I like how they have different colorings to like designating which ones are the commanders and shit yeah there was one I can't remember I want to say which one is the one where Yoda goes to stay with the Wookiees that's Revenge of the Sith yeah yeah, I thought it was the third one. There's one there that's with him, or yeah. I don't know if it's the green ones, the the scouts with the camo. Like the, yeah, the camo. Troopers. Those are so cool. I, know. I was like, holy crap, what are those? I, I, I was gonna ask you. I was like, I want one of those. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're kind of like the green berets, or like kind of like the the they like were jungle awesome. Ones. Like, yeah. I was like, I want a, I want like a not a life size one but like one yeah, of the, like the one. one that you have how yeah. it's like bigger i want one of those like that yeah i wonder if anybody makes those like that oh yeah like a sideshow makes them all those those hot toy ones they i want that one. one that one was cool. i'm sure they've made that one at some point they keep making them now they're still making clone troopers even now i like this part because it's like we're really getting like um real uh sith versus lightsaber Jedi. fights again yeah yeah, I gotta say, like, you know, obviously, Christopher Lee was an older guy, so it's probably 90% his stunt double here. But they did it good, though, where you can't really tell. That's mm-hmm. not... See, this is a really good one, too, where he looks real running up to her, the clone trooper. Because he's, like, in the in the uh, sand and stuff, and the light reflect Like, there, like, he looks real. Like, he's even got uh, orange dirt on his, like, uh, black mm-hmm. part of his costume. But it's like, you kind of see it here, but it's like, there's so much going on, but like, yeah, like, it kind of sets up the tragedy of the clones that, like, how disposable they are, because they're always getting blown up and killed and shit. Yeah. I was always curious why, like, he didn't, like, like, actually, like, hurt Obi-Wan worse. I mean, I know he was, like, going to kill him, but I always feel like he was, Dooku was toying with both of them, like, he was going to try to recruit one of them, if not both of them. Well, isn't it because he's not allowed to... Well, I mean, I guess with Obi-Wan it doesn't matter, but... I mean, I think he's... Because he knew Obi-Wan. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think he wanted to kill him, but I think with Anakin he couldn't kill him because Palpatine wanted him. Palpatine wanted him, yeah. Because, yeah, him and... Palpatine and Anakin were getting close already in this movie, so he probably had orders not to kill Anakin. I like this scene where they they cut the power line so they're kind of fighting in the dark. It's really cool looking with the lightsaber glow. And see, like, again, not to keep criticizing, but to me, this looks better than the way the new ones do, where they use the LED light, and it's always glowing the blue light on their face. I hate oh, that shit. God. So nasty. <clears throat> yeah, like, he cuts off Anakin's arm, but, like, clearly that was just <laughs> to wound him and bring him closer to the dark side, but not kill him. Oh, here we go. Yeah, a little badass is coming in. Here we- oh, even he's like, what? This is a, they even made ads that came out uh, after the movie was in theaters to promote it more of this, where they were, because this was like the big, like, what do you call it, secret, like nobody knew Yoda was going to fight in this movie, you know? And that's when the Yoda Man commercials were uh, 
Who's the man? Yoda, man. <laughs> Show him doing all his flips and shit. Because, like, I mean, uh, all you I, ever really think of him is that he's just this old thing that yeah. can't do anything. And, like, they started out, like, with, uh, flo- you know, throwing all the rocks and shit at each other. And then finally, they're like, oh, this will only be subtle lightsaber. And, like, oh. nobody even knew look, Yoda even had a lightsaber to this point. Yeah. And I like then, how uh, badass he is here. Yeah. And then whatever is up with, uh... Dooku's hands, like it just makes it look worse. Like yeah, his the shit hands. he's doing, yeah. Ugh, it looks so nasty. You're just like oh. take that shit. Because I think wasn't the last lightsaber fight we saw up to this point, um, Darth Maul. Yeah, and Qui Gon. Yeah. See, like. I don't know, like, I don't even want to ruin it, but I'll talk about it after. <laughs> yeah. I, this part is so badass. It's, I love watching how he's, like, jumping around and stuff. He just looks yeah. so cool. And then the way the lightsaber's, like, flashing around, like, it just looks and, so cool. And he, does, and he doesn't just yeah. jump around. For both, like, I like how uh, he jumps up on the stuff. He's, like, like, spinning. He jumps off on the, yeah, the He's ship, so cool. He is. <laughs> And I like, I really, you know, Dooku as a villainous character, I like his lightsaber, how he fights, like, with a one-handed fencing style. It's really cool. Yeah. Like, I like how much kind of originality and uniqueness they gave Dooku as a Sith. Well, like, everybody has their own style. Yeah. That's cool. I thought Anakin looked badass before, where he's, he was using the two lightsabers at yeah. once. That looked really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Which is kind of, doesn't it kind of forecast, because doesn't uh, Ahsoka used to? Yeah. Not forecast, but... <laughs> yeah, foreshadow. Yeah. Maybe she learned that fighting style from Anakin. Yeah. Dooku's a little bitch. Mm. Gotta be running away. That was cool, that. I mean, that's the first time I noticed their, uh, Yoda's hands as he was trying to stop the thing from crushing Obi-Wan and Anakin. Like, his hands were actually, like, trembling and shaking, but, like, they looked real. Like, they looked rubbery. It was cool. Yeah. We're finding some more uh, Padme and the clones get there. She's going to come in and find Anakin with his hand chopped off, his arm chopped off. Oh, she doesn't care. Yeah, she still doesn't care. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I always like this little robot that drives Duke. Duke's, like, his pilot. There, okay, this part right here, This when this thing comes out. Yeah. You know how people have aversions to like circles or dots or there's something about that that makes me like like it makes me like it makes me want to gag yeah Yeah, like I don't know what it is but the way it looks it like grosses me out it's like so weird I have like a weird gag reflex when I see it like ugh see she's just like oh I don't care that your arm is chopped off. He, oh, he no, has, like, no reaction. This part is what gets you. No, it was, like, when it first comes when out, it, it doesn't look as bad here because it's not, like, globbed, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. it does right there. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. It's, just, it's like a nylon sail. Yeah, it just looks gross to me. I don't know. There's something. <laughs> but it's, like, an, a, a, one of those weird aversion things. Yeah. <laughs> here he goes back to uh, talk to Sidious. Which, like, I know it's supposed to be, like, the sunset or whatever, but it's, like, the way it's red, it almost looks like it's, like, a Sith planet or whatever. Uh, like, uh, where, uh... Mustafar or whatever. Yeah. Where he ends up settling. 
Yeah. Basically, where he becomes Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, but I don't think it's that plan. It looks more like they just went back to Coruscant. Yeah. Yeah, always like this part. Actually, yeah, who knows? Because this is not Palpatine we're going to see. Yeah, it is. He's just pretending to be Darth Sidious. No, but I mean, well, he's not pretending to be Sidious. He is Sidious. He is Sidious. <laughs> But I just mean, like, we're we're not going to Palpatine's headquarters. We're going to Sidious's headquarters. Yeah. So, who knows where it is. Yeah, it's like the outside kind of looked like Coruscant, but then when it got all reddish looking, it looked like a different place. Yeah. Or maybe it was just supposed to be, like, they went to, like, an industrial city yeah. that, like, we hadn't seen before, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now... There is a line at the end of this movie where we got there that gets quoted on a daily basis now, and I hate that it gets quoted because it's like, you don't take a great movie line like that and turn it into the garbage that we have now. <laughs> but anyway. Mm. Yeah, that's where the Jedi are putting it all together. What's going on? Mm. Keep an eye on the sound. They're starting to get, uh, you know, like they, knew, they know something hinky's going on. Mm-hmm. And they still got, even after all that shit, they still got Anakin escorting Padme. <laughs> I want to know uh, how much, like, they don't care or how much they know. Like, they got to know that they're in love already. Yeah, because, I mean, that means that he can't, I mean, he's not going to be a good Jedi. Yeah. Is it that one? Yeah, Begun the Clone Wars have. Everybody has yeah. to say now, begun the streaming wars have. But there's really yeah. no streaming wars because nobody's winning. Everybody's just losing. I always love, like, from the first time I saw it in the theater when they show these billions of fucking <laughs> clones, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. I was like, I thought Revenge of the Sith was just going to be like army and army of clones. But you really get the biggest clone battles more in this movie than anything. Because it's really more like the Jedi doing all this shit in this mm. Revenge of the Sith. But, like, yeah, this is so awesome. Not under his power. Yeah. Just looking at all. And I always visually, because, like, the way they do, like, the orangish, reddish sun sunset or sunrise, whichever it's supposed to be, it's just, and the ship's going off the water, like, it's so cool looking. I guess they are in Coruscant. I mean, that's where... Yeah, they're in Coruscant. Yeah. It's just, he just has, like, a lair somewhere in some shitty part of town. <laughs> yeah. Because it was all, like, burned out and yeah. shitty looking, that like castle he was in. Yeah. The witnesses to the wedding are three PO and R two. I don't know. have their minds wiped. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're just three PO R two. Yeah, when he holds the like no. the the robot skeleton hand on like their wedding whatever. Mm. They had to get married after that big adventure. Mm -hmm. It's like Shakespearean love right here. <laughs> mm. uh, finally, he's friends with R two. <laughs> puts his hand on him. That romantic kiss. <laughs> and then I always like to, like, how they sit here and look out. I always like that the final scene that they wipe, you know, whatever they call that circle, or like zoom in, zoom out, whatever you call it. I always like it that it's like a, a, it's not like a space shot or anything. It's just like a cool romantic shot, but it, it's, it's reminiscent of when Luke and Leia look out of that spaceship at the end of Empire Strikes Back because, like, yeah. they're both the second part of the trilogy. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, obviously, 
I don't know what you guys wanted to hear. Like, <laughs> if you wanted to hear hardcore criticism, but like, we've always been upfront very much how much we like episodes one through three, and like, yeah, like, still loving it as much, if not more, after all these years and all these different viewings that I've had of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, and I try not to, like, talk about the current stuff, because yeah. it just, like, I started at the beginning saying I don't even recognize it, but it's just, like, yeah. when you're just watching, to me, what's this awesomeness, like, I just can't help but think about, like, the, like, how they wasted it. Like, it just, they wasted so many opportunities. And I mean... Just, and really, it's really more about, like, what I wish I could see. Like, I really yeah. just wish George would just <laughs> come back and... I mean, for me... And take it back and do his stories, like, the way he wanted. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, re- I really had a hard time. I know I talk about this, and I'm not going to go on about it, but, like, I, I had a hard time being a Star Wars fan anymore, because it's, like, yeah. as awesome as the first six movies were to me, just knowing that it all ended up in shit, and it's just, like, these movies have so much adventure and epicness to them. Yeah. And just knowing that it just ended up in these boring movies where people are like always looking at each other and talking and don't be don't be bad don't be, don't don't be Kylo Ren be Ben Skywalker or whatever fucking thing Ben Solo like they, she was just like so lame and went nowhere and they're like it's all about Ray she's so it's like what did she ever do like what what fight did she ever have that was impressive like what the fuck did she there's ever there's just do? so much story in just one episode of these yeah just like that's like what this, I'm used to this movie had more twists and turns and epic battle shit and storyline progression than like all three of those just like, like something is happening in like yeah. literally every second of the movie yeah so it's just like yeah, it's just hard. And then to see, not only see it go nowhere, like it all ends in these, and but but to be like, to be like Han Solo ends up sad, Luke Skywalker ends up sad, uh, Princess Leia ends up sad because her son ran away and turned evil. It's just like okay. That's like, why, like, I just don't like. That's why I say I don't acknowledge any of that because it's yeah. just like, yeah, right. Like that shit would never happen. <laughs> like it's just like that's how I feel about it. Like. That would never happen. That's not real. That that's not. That would never it's, happen. <laughs> when you're like just a casual fan and you haven't seen the old movies for twenty years, like I get it. Like you just like you just want to go to the movie theater and see something, so you see the new ones, right? And you're like, oh, okay, like whatever happens. But if you really like, say you do a marathon, like I mean, I have them all on Blu-ray, even the Disney ones. If we were to sit through and watch episodes one through nine in order, mm. you would just emotionally feel like. After all the shit that happens and the emotion <laughs> that happens in one through six, you'd be like, "What is this shit?" <laughs> like this whole this whole last trilogy was about this girl being in denial that Palpatine was her grandfather, like not even her father, like her grandfather that she never met. Like, who cares? It's just so fucking stupid, and it goes nowhere. It's just like round and round. It's like. Force Awakens tries so hard to make you remember what Star Wars used to be like, but then it just doesn't go anywhere for like two more movies. It just farts around and and, and like talk about ending with a fucking whimper, not a bang. I will say, as much as I'm pretty much down on DSW product, yeah. I accept Solo as part yeah. of George's. Because it's kind of one of the ones that's the closest. And I accept Rogue One. I do yeah. accept Rogue One. And I accept anything Filoni and Favreau, Favreau which yeah. is pretty much just Mandalorian and Boba Fett. So yeah. 
I accept those, like, but it's because of the way they're made, you know? Like, they have story to them, and, like, it's really about, it's in the style of George's Star Wars, you yeah. know? like, And it's it's also in the interest of, and I know people are like, oh, Boba Fett sucked, and I don't like what they did with Boba Fett, but it's like, well, they also put a major, major story turning point for The Mandalorian with yeah. Grogu in, in the Boba Fett show, because when we... Rewatch. I think it's like three episodes are really like about Grogu and the Mandalorian. They're not yeah. even about Boba Fett. So yeah. it's like, it's like either way, you you cannot like those, but like at least they're trying to like do a character arc and do emotion. And it's like worst case scenario, you don't like those shows. You don't want to acknowledge them in the canon of Star Wars. Here's the thing. They don't break anything. Like, they really yeah. don't. I know people would argue, like, well, they turned Boba Fett into a character I never wanted. Okay, but they didn't turn him into a sad old man that sat around saying, I'm a loser, go away. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, you know, if anything, he was he became, like, a, a heroic figure trying yeah. to help people. But it's just, like, I don't know, like, the grumpy old man act, and it's not just Star Wars, even though they did no, ruin Star not. Wars with it. It's, like, every movie <laughs> yeah. now. Marvel and Marvel, down the toilet. Indiana Jones. Like, DC is hey, about to go down the toilet. Yeah, like, yeah, you're old. You're, Once you're DCU old is done, yeah. DCU is going to be trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that. I obviously don't know, but I just... All I know is that it's what trash. I want to exist still is going to not exist and so everything else is trash. <laughs> I like how George is like, special thanks to the engineers at Sony Atsugi Japan. Like, he's just like, <laughs> he literally made some Japanese people, like, create a camera just for him so he could <laughs> film this movie the way he wanted to. It's crazy. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say when I said I, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to oh. ruin this. I totally forgot what I was going to say, which I guess is good because it's probably just more trashy. Yeah, trashy. We, I mean... But that's the thing, though, is, like, and I know probably people <laughs> listening to the show don't want to hear us talk about shit because they're tired of hearing about it, and, like, they probably have their own feelings about how they feel about it, but it's, like, that's the thing when people buy the shit you love and run into the ground and ruin it, like, you really can't just, like, move on and, like, pretend like it doesn't exist. Well, and it's hard, too, because it's, like, from when we did episode one last year, it's, yeah. like, we've had a whole year of, like more stuff happening yeah. that like is on our mind and is yeah. bothering us and there, we're basically there, getting it off our there, there have been more recent developments that's the thing <laughs> like it just never ends like the shit show it's like just like how somehow palpatine returns somehow Iger returned too and it's just like when you have i mean i i, I actually pride ourselves as much as we trash their bullshit I feel i i'm pretty sure we we might have gone this whole time without mentioning the kk name which I know everybody's tired of fucking hearing about her. Even me, I'm I, as much as I can. Yeah, stand you've been her. talking about Iger mostly. Yeah, but it's just because he's the latest fucking villain to pop back up into prominence. But it's just like, but I mean, yeah, like I try. I've always tried, especially with things that I love so much, like Star, like you yeah. know, GSW, like Georgia Star Wars. Like I try not to like bring in the other stuff because I don't. You know, yeah, I just want to focus on the positive and the good stuff, but it's just so hard. Like, right now, at this point in time and history and time and space, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so hard to exist because all of the stuff that we love 
is like it it's gets it gets trashed yeah. like like we're so not allowed to love the stuff that we love yeah. like we're so wrong for loving the stuff that we love and it's just like yeah. it's just life is already hard as it is and cinema's created to help you like get away from that for Escapism, a little while yeah. and i don't i feel like now cinema current cinema just reminds me of how hard life is and how crappy it is is, so it's just like and that that's a big deal for us because i mean you more so than me but like you will watch constant movies all the time and like me like i love doing it as like a you know getaway for just from life and all that so i mean we watch movies frequently together you know and apart so it's just like it's a big part of our lives. Yeah. So the fact that that is like, has been like so decimated the way it's been, like it's yeah. a hard thing for us to deal with. <laughs> yeah, It's mean, hard for us to it, cope with it, it. it. In particular, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, like these other things, they get like shut down and restarted, rebooted. But Star Wars is like the one thing that's just still Star Wars. But it's, like, it's so obvious when you can feel the ones that were, like, not made by the original creator. Like, yeah. they, they don't feel authentic. They don't the, have the same heart. Well, also, the worst thing, too, like, the reason I hate that piece of shit Obi-Wan show was <laughs> just as a show, like, the way it was produced, the way it looked, how cheap it looked, it just looked like something they had no fucking interest in making, and they just made it just for a cheap cash-in. But then it goes, like, as far to, like, kind of, like, like, I think it rewrites. Other people are arguing. You disagree. But, like, just all this weird side information of, like, this shit between, like, Anakin and Obi-Wan. Like, no, they actually met and had several fights throughout the years. It's like, what? And it's just, like, and and Obi-Wan is good friends with a eight-year-old princess. It's just, like, why would you be writing these weird stories, these weird prequel side stories, other than just the, like, cash in on nostalgia. Because it doesn't really, even from a storytelling perspective, it doesn't really make any sense to make up these weird fake stories that they're making up now. It's like, just let it alone. The prequels were bad. People who worked for Lucasfilm trashed them. The people on Twitter and shit, like, it's like, you don't believe in that vision that George had for episode one through three. So why are you making fucking sequels and spinoffs of a one through three? Like, it's just, it's just, like, so cash grabby asshole and then to be like the real star of this show is fucking grandmaster reva it's like again more discount bargain bin characters that nobody likes shove down their throat Let, let's go ahead and put a show obi-wan kenobi as a character to the side let's push anakin to the side the worst, let's make scenes where Anakin has to talk to Reva like she's anybody important, when in real life he would just rip her apart with a fucking force. But that's the thing, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Um, that's the thing is, like, what I'm saying is, like, you know, cinema was made to help you escape from, from like, life and stuff. But now all the content is socio-political stuff. Yeah. And it's just, like... I, I remember um, when we were watching this last, like, you know, before to record this and reading the opening scroll. Yeah. It, like, hit me how, like, you know, the big criticism of these movies, oh, they're too political. Yeah, that's what they said. They're, they're too uh, political based. But guess what? That's all the movies are now. Yeah. 
because they gotta put in their political statements yeah. about this, or they gotta like make some statement of some sort, even if it's not political. They gotta make a statement about something, and it's just like, how can people like these though? That yeah. all they are is statements about stuff. Yeah. They're, so they're, if you don't like these, then you shouldn't like that either. Yeah. And I don't. <laughs> but I never thought that these were political in the first place. But what I was gonna say, what um, what I said, I didn't want to talk about it because it was gonna ruin it. Yeah. The one one of the things that I think is really freaking weird about the new ones is the way they talk about the force. And they and they like obsess over it. how they say like force sensitive yeah, and force like sensitive. Oh. um I don't know what you were reading it said something weird about the force like how they worded it. I'm just like why are you talking about it like that? Nobody talks like that in the six movies. Well, it well, you know what it was was that they like because you know, once KK took over, it wasn't, like, the same creative type of decisions going on at Lucasfilm. They were just, like, the reason Disney wanted to get a hold of Star Wars was because they wanted to turn in this mega franchise like they did Marvel and have all these spinoffs and side characters and shit. So, that like, to them, like, the Force was just the generic one-fits-all Marvel Universe superpower that they were going to give all these different people. And it's just, like, like there was, like, that weird shit where... uh Supposedly, Ray like learned all the master training from Kylo Ren by that mind link they had that she just automatically had all his powers. And I'm like, that is so fucking stupid. The fact that like every Jedi in the Jedi Order had different specific powers <laughs> that they were working on and developing. Like Yoda had certain powers that nobody else had, and all yeah. that kind of shit. And it's just like to be like, oh, now they're just sharing powers through a telepathic link. Like it, it, it it's people who didn't understand Star Wars. First of all. But they, like, fetishize the Force, where it's like, the Force is what makes everything good. And the- But I'm not even talking about how their philosophy about it. I'm just talking even about the way they just talk about it. Like, the words they use to, yeah. like, talk about it. I'm just like, all they, I mean, all they say is, like, may the Force be with you. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, the, you know, he's on the dark side of the Force, or whatever it is they say. Like, yeah. it's just referred to as the Force. Yeah. There's never these, this catchphrasing of like force sensitive and I don't know yeah. whatever force users yeah it's like nobody uses it's just the like, force it, it's, it's just like, so weird the it's way like it's talking about when they explain in the original movies the force is something that binds us all together it's all around you it's inside you every cell in your body is fucking occupied with the force it's just like <sighs> yeah it's just, it's just they, yeah I agree it's just so strange like it's like a weird like you know I would say a fandom is kind of like a cult because they're all kind of yeah. like into the same thing. I think what's their what they're doing now is like a weird cult because yeah. it's like you got to say these words and you got to do it this way and you, this is the way it works and it's just like what? Well, like, jo- George <laughs> caught shit for twenty years for coming out with midi chloridians <laughs> and they're like, well, that demystifies the force so much and we hate that. <laughs> But it, like to me, Disney demystified it completely. They're just like, "Oh, you you can be anybody and have the Force." See, Ray's a nobody and she has the Force. But wait, she's a Palpatine. But it, being a Palpatine doesn't matter because she's really a Skywalker. Wait, wait, like the sh- <laughs> the, the the fucking mental gymnastics they went through to tell their story, untell their story, and retell their story again, like. It just, it just, it's gobbledygook. I mean, to me, that, like, just the wordage, the words, the verbiage they use to talk about it, to me, that, like, demystifies it. Yeah. It's just, like, you're trying to put this, like, weird thing on it that's, that's not what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's brutal. And then, and then the, the way, um, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, like, literally broke lightsabers forever, 
where it's like you can just get stabbed through the guts three or four times with a lightsaber <laughs> and keep living and you're fine. And just like, what? Like, fucking, these are supposed to be things that just sever your arms and limbs mm. and organs permanently. But yet we have a magical person that can just te- keep taking lightsabers to the gut mm. when she was eight years old, when she was 30 years old. Every, <laughs> any age, she's fine. She'll just live forever. I don't know. It just, to me, it's just, it's an insult. Like, the way that they took that Willow showdown and they're like, it doesn't exist anymore. That's what they need to fucking do with Obi-Wan Kenobi show, personally. Like, I mean, it's just weird how, like, they just make all these different products. I mean, really any company at this point, because apparently every, every like, you were looking at Showtime and them taking all their shit yeah. off. But it's just weird how all these companies are making all this product and then they're not standing by it. It's so no. strange. They're like, this isn't, they're like, well, it's for financial reasons. And it's just like, did you never believe in this show that had three seasons creatively? Like, you don't want it to live on? Yeah, so we just want it to disappear because it doesn't financially benefit us now. It's like, okay. It's so like, strange. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're just in such strange times where all this stuff that we love is getting taken away. And it's just... Yeah. it's just to shut up. It just it. makes us want to, like, keep, like, hold strongly to the yeah. things that we do still have, you know? And it's just yeah. like... That's just the way... That's why we get so passionate about it, you yeah. know? It's like, that's why we are the way we are. That's why we talk about it the way we do. So. Well, I mean, I think there's a reason everything's shut down as of this recording. The writers are on strike. Their actors are on strike. Yeah. There are literally no new TV shows or movies being filmed, so... I hope they're able to take their industry back, because... I hope they're able to uh, go independent and, and just let the studios be shut down for good. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not going to happen, but that's the direction they should go. Or at the very least, they should just all bind together and make like a true United Artist type studio. Hopefully, the artist equity thing will yeah. t- like do you know. Hopefully, they'll do something out with it. I mean, that's why Ben and Matt started that company. I know we're getting off on a tangent here. We need to wrap <laughs> up, but that's why they started that company because they didn't like the way the studios were doing stuff yeah. already. So anyway, guys, this is your Star Wars celebration for the summer. So it deserves a really long episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Until not, next it's year. It's nothing compared to the ones, yeah, me and Bat 32 <laughs> yeah, four hours. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, I just, you know, hope you guys are having a good summer. I know it's been uh, up and down with, like, the current box office of, like, there's not that many movies coming out, and the ones that do come out aren't doing well, which means people aren't really going to see them, but... Whatever you guys are doing to, you know, kind of keep summer movie going alive, whether it be at your, you know, just in your house, like we have been watching shit, like whatever, like don't let the summer movie tradition die, even though Hollywood wants to shut down and be greedy or whatever they want to do. Well, and two, it's a narrative that is being told that, you know, that everything's doing terribly when it's just, we've had this conversation, it's probably a whole nother podcast on its own, but... Yeah. We really just got to think about the success of these films and the fact that life has changed since the pandemic. So, mm. are these movies really a flop? I don't think so. That's my well, opinion. <laughs> the, honestly, the the majority of things that are economically that are going on in the movie industry, the streaming was coming before the pandemic. Like all those yeah. streaming channels were were in the in the works to be launched during twenty. 2021 yeah. so whether the pandemic or no pandemic they were all coming it would have been affected somehow anyways, yeah there would but... there would have been a writers and actor strike no matter what but so. the way everybody's trying to say all these movies have flopped it's kind of like well you kind of have to compare them to each other from this year because 
movie going is really different now since the pandemic. So yeah. I wouldn't get carried away with all this. This is a flop. That's a flop because that's all relative. It's all relative to each other now. So. And it's all relative that every single movie that came out this summer was a part seven of something. If you want to see the movie, if it looks good to you, if you're interested in it, go support it. Give it your money. Sit there. Enjoy it. Have fun. Forget about life. You know, yeah. just just support the industry. Just be, just because the the genius mastermind behind Tromeo and Juliet tells you your superhero <laughs> oh superhero universe doesn't exist anymore. I can't believe you anymore. brought that guy. Up. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> he says your superheroes don't exist. <laughs> I know. But but you, like Michael Keaton can still be Batman if you want him to be Batman. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't doesn't matter what. Um, Fucking spiky-haired fucking Colonel Sanders says. (laughs) If you want to see the movie, go see it. It's it's your life. It's your choice. It's your passion. If you love it, fucking love it as much as you want. You can love whatever you want to love. doesn't matter. Just because everybody wants to crap on everything, their work doesn't mean anything. It's all on you. What you want to enjoy, enjoy it. Like Bon Jovi says, it's your life. Exactly. It's now or never. Exactly, because it really is now or never, because we ain't going to have movies and stuff for a while, so enjoy it while it's here. Exactly. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Hope you have a great summer, or what's left of it, I should say, and we'll catch you back here again in the movie graveyard.